This is Evangelist Mary L. McCracken, and you are listening to the Holy Ghost Outreach Broadcast. Let the church say amen. 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 Um, I don't know what the hell is wrong with us. Like, I am thoroughly not sure. But I'm just, I'm glad anyhow. Because, you know, he he gave us a way to express ourselves. And I'm grateful. Amen. Even if we choose to express ourselves this way. Amen. Because it's, look, the earth is the Lord's and the fullness thereof. So, look. No matter what. Nigga, shut the hell up. Okay. Welcome. Right. <laughs> welcome to the Pray Until Something Happens podcast. <laughs> welcome to the If I Had 10,000 Tongues, it would be enough podcast. Oh, yes, God. Oh, welcome to Keep That Pussy Snatched so you can keep your man in the hatch podcast. Whew, deep swallow. Um, whew, welcome to the Jesus Wept podcast. Amen. Ain't that it? That said it all. It's, a, it's real simple. Yeah. Matter of fact, welcome, welcome to the It Is Finished podcast. You done, nigga. It is finished. We actually don't have a name for this podcast. <laughs> not... Not a single idea. Like something's not not. It's not. it's brewing. It's mm-hmm. it's gonna happen. I'm gonna just agree with that. It- <laughs> but it's you know it's it is it is because God is in, in the healing business. Look, if God is in it, oh, I don't know the rest. I don't of know it, either. I, know I figured you would. That sounded That's good, trifling though. that you it's, started that. And didn't have <laughs> Some of the like the old saints used to say, "But God," and that used to be enough. Send the whole church off in the shadow. Um, okay. So, so yes. welcome to the Holy Ghost Podcast. Amen. That's what uh, you're <laughs> uh, this is a podcast about two black, fat, queer, churchy hoes that are uh, committing themselves to healing um, and to figuring out what that looks like for them um, mm-hmm, mm-hmm. and sharing that that navigation process uh, with each other and whatever three people, (laughs) whatever three niggas happen upon this shit (laughs) after they click through some niggas uh, (laughs) fucking (laughs) mixtape in their inbox. (laughs) This is going to go straight to people's spam folder. Like straight to the spam folder. Oh my God. My gosh. Nigga. Niggas are going platinum. We're going straight to spam. That's what our Grammy is. Gonna <laughs> be triple spam. Jesus. Ah, uh, look. Uh, so yeah. So I'm Janae. 
And I today I'll be Andre. I'm Andre. <laughs> Yeah. yeah, we can do some like Kid Fury and Crystal shit and yeah, be maybe. new people every week. Be we'll new ev- evangelists. Oh my god! <laughs> I am evangelist Mary L. McCracken. Damn it! I am evangelist Iyanla. <laughs> Call a thing a thing. Beloved. Shit. <laughs> I am evangelist Donnie McClurkin. <laughs> Straight from his wedding. Yes. Straight from his wedding and his legitimately. He's I, look, I think this nigga he's is either he, he's either engaged. I'm done. He's definitely to the Holy Spirit. Engaged. Is if she changed her name to the Holy Spirit, <laughs> then I guess he is. But as of as of now, he is at least engaged to a woman, no. which uh, I've seen. No, you lying. As the woman. And I, the the yeah. Lord. Mm. Because apparently the Lord, the Lord changes. Amen. And he and you know, shifts the atmosphere. He's Jehovah. Jaira Nisi. The provider. Come Nisi on. is the reign and victory, right? Uh-huh. Shalom is the prince of peace. Yes, come on. And you praise him just because of who he is. Oh, Shaba. Come on. Come on. Oh, is that another one? Shaba. What Isn't is that? I have praise? no idea. Isn't that praise? I don't okay. know. I don't so we're gonna. Words. So this is yeah. uh sure the Holy Ghost. <laughs> That's what it is. Yep. And um. I can't wait to put this on the gospel. My the gospel section. No, on 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 iTunes. iTunes, you're right. They have a, I am. Ooh, this is label wait. gospel, and yes, I don't care God. what you say. Yes, God. Just like Kanye. Kanye was like, "Fuck <gasps> this. It's a gospel album." <laughs> Fuck this! It's a gospel <laughs> podcast. Actually, it's a gospel mixtape. That's what this, that's, that's what this that podcast is, it. is. It's a gospel mixtape. I don't care what y'all say. So fuck y'all. <laughs> We're in control of how we name our shit. Amen. Let that be a lesson to you. Be no, in control no. of how you name your shit. Y'all better not report this either. I'm not playing. What they gonna report us for? That we're in the wrong section or something. Bye. See, who is who is spending all their time? There are white women. Mm, but then again, I why believe would they it. Listen, I believe it. Just so they can report. <laughs> yes, that's the only there it is. Oh God. Uh, <laughs> okay, we gotta start. Yeah, so, um, so about two weeks ago, Andre and I actually, I text you. Did I text you? Um, yeah, because she responded to a text I sent her in August. Don't do me! Don't do me, bitch! Yep, August. August, yep. Two months! Oh! Two whole black-ass real months. Well, as you all will get to know, I am a... (laughs) I am a reformed fuckboy, so... (laughs) So... I'm I'm working through you know, God is not done with me yet. Come on. Okay? He's not. I am in progress. Hmm. Progress. 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 Anyway, so text Andre in August. No, just kidding. No. No! Cause that would mean that we would have had an ongoing conversation yep. since then. Yeah. No. Nope. She texted me two weeks ago after ignoring my last text. That was it. Oh God. That was it. Pull my card, nigga. Anyway, <laughs> so uh text him and was like, yo, you trying to do a fucking podcast, ho? Mm-hmm. And this nigga was like, of course. Yeah. Of course I am. Yeah. Um, and for me, uh, the the idea, I, I realized that I needed to do a podcast or some creative outlet. Um, 
because I realized that unless I wanted a uh, whole ass army of bad bitches to mm. piss on my grave mm. and share yeah. their war stories of relationships yeah. with me. There we go. And that's like a secondary <laughs> reason, of course. <laughs> but like, <laughs> but a real unless I wanted yeah. to build that army, um, I needed to start working on myself or like do, do very real self work. Um, Amen. so after my ex and I of two years broke up, my ex posted on her page, on her Facebook page, uh, this like Tumblr listicle of, um, and it included like 15 in- indicators of emotional abuse. Mm. Um, and in going through that list, I realized that there were like three or four things that I was like, hmm, nigga, that's me. Mm. Like, that's me as fuck. Amen. Um, and things that like, and to some degree, I, you know, we had talked about or she had brought to my attention, like, here's a thing that I'm feeling mm-hmm. and just like place that on the table. And mm-hmm. I would be like, okay, I, I see this thing. Where where do I place this? Mm-hmm. Where do I place my ownership on this thing? Amen. I could right. never understand it <clears throat> until reading through um, that list of like indicators of emotional abuse, emotionally abusive behaviors. Mm-hmm. And like I said, to that point, like I knew that there was an issue. Like there were certain things that she had brought up a few times mm-hmm. over the period of our relationship, mm-hmm. and um, you know I. As we do when we're like in the moment, like just trying to figure out how can I treat that this symptom. A lot of the things that she had mentioned were symptoms of like an actual deeper issue that I wasn't able to see. Um, Like I knew there was something that I was doing or Mm. something that had to deal with me that was happening, but I could not put a finger on it. I Mm. couldn't articulate it. I just knew that it was something. And honestly, like in hindsight, of course, it was just 2020. Like. When you realize that there's an issue and you think that it is it is your issue, like mm-hmm. that is a good time to just be like, let me say this right now. Yeah. <laughs> so like yeah. I can like disrupt this oh, yeah. this hurt that, right. that everyone is experiencing. Right. Um, but more specifically, like the person who is identifying this mm-hmm. harm or hurt. Um, yeah, that would have been a good time. But yeah. of course, fuck boy. Of- so <laughs> I mean, so. <laughs> Amen. So. um yeah, I identified those things and like, you know, went on like a week long Google of like, what does emotional abuse look like? Mm-hmm. How does it manifest? Where does it come from? Mm-hmm. How do you work through that as um, someone who has uh, displayed emotionally abusive characteristics mm-hmm. and, you know, all these things. Um, because Virgo rising. Which nigga, we'll talk later. Eventually. This is too much. Nigga. Because we are both Virgo I'm just trying to give niggas a teaspoon. Yes, a, te- a you're teaspoon. Right. You're right. With a cup of sugar, you just <laughs> trying to give niggas. You just trying to give niggas Nyquil straight. Oh, no nose hole. Take this shit, bitch. <laughs> what? You're right. You're right. My all God. Right. Later. Later. We, all right. Pulling all my goddamn Amen. cards. <laughs> so, um. So yeah. So oh. after realizing that, um. And the fact that, like, from birth, I'm, I'm like, an archivist from birth. So, like, I'm constantly, like, collecting photos, collecting uh, just artifacts. Mm-hmm. And, like, that also means that, like, I'm constantly journaling. So, yeah. like, 
<clears throat> realizing that I had been like emotionally abusive in some ways mm. in this past relationship, and then like digging up writings from like past <laughs> oh, breakups, and realizing that like a lot of the things that I realized from those past relationships were different. They they were different looking manifestations right. of the same core issue. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Um. So then I was like, God damn, yo, I did <laughs> not make this like easy for me to be a fuckboy out here. <laughs> I have my own receipts. <laughs> To pull on my fucking self. So, which was, you know, a blessing. Yeah. Deeply, a deeply a blessing. Yes. Because else, I, I don't think that there would be another reason mm-hmm. that I would be in this space of, like, figuring out what I need to heal from and mm-hmm. what um, I need to do to make sure that I'm able to contribute to the wholeness. And mm-hmm. any person who comes into my life, you know, and contribute to their wholeness. Yeah. Um, right. as, a, as opposed to detracting from that, mm-hmm. from like unchecked shit that I can't name, can't see, don't know mm-hmm. what it is. Um, so yeah, so for me, this podcast um, was spurned um, as an opportunity to own, own my bullshit, mm-hmm. right? And um, also acknowledge... That me owning my bullshit does not mean that um, those things are completely and wholly indicative of who I am mm-hmm. um, as a person. Yeah. But they deeply inform um, how I engage others, how I navigate the world. Mm-hmm. Um, and I'll talk more about, like, you know, how I um, have, like, thought through how this need to like be in control or like have things done the air quote right, uh, right way. Yeah. Like how that's informed by my, my need to constantly be in control of my own narrative mm-hmm. when people will not even be in control of my own narrative, but be in control of the narrative that other people um, think mm-hmm. is, is my narrative mm-hmm. and how important that was as like a little fat black girl growing up to mm-hmm. like um, be the successful looking person and, mm-hmm. and all the things that have to go, go into like upholding this image of being successful, being the, the, I don't want to say golden child, but like being the example, the model child. Right. Right. Yeah. Um, yeah. But so, so yeah, just trying to hold all of those things in tension um, and, and figure out what healing looks like for me from that lane. Mm-hmm. Um, so yeah that that's where the need for this podcast came from for me i just used like a lot of time to talk about that um so i apologize uh uncle peaches i forgot who you said you were evangelist Um, donnie mcclarkin i don't know you are i I was Mariel McCracken. Oh, that's the, right. The lovely lady you all heard. Yes. Because she Mm. oh amen yes but yes so my the reason why I, you know, saw a need for this podcast is simply because, um, like, just from a wholly selfish point of view, like, I was just, you know, in need of healing. Because for me, so me growing up or just, you know, being a loner and being, you know, there's, you know, all of these identities, fat, black, queer, like, informed how I, you know, interacted with the world. And by nature, with all of these intersecting identities, I was a loner, I think, you know, because, like, there are just places that I didn't feel safe, I didn't feel welcomed, didn't feel loved. So, you know, more of my time, because, you know, most of those spaces weren't really welcomed to those identities. 
um, I, you know, spend a lot of alone time. And one thing that I developed when when it comes to problem solving, at least, is um, is talking out loud. Mm-hmm. <laughs> you know, yes. like talking out loud to myself. Yes. And um, it's a good way for me to solve problems, like yeah. a very good way. So it's um, so interesting because I have like something that I'm going to share later mm-hmm. that's like about talking out loud. Yeah. Okay, <laughs> it's it's really cool. Like you know, I, and I realized as I got older how valuable talking to myself out loud. Mm-hmm. And you know how people people um, love to equate mental illness with like talking to yourself mm-hmm. or like. <laughs> The more popular thing is, you know, answering yourself. Mm. But, nigga, I answer myself every time. Because I'm always asking myself questions. Myself questions. So, I'm answering myself. Because yes. when I talk to myself and then answer myself, and I, it's like the closest outside of writing I can make thoughts tangible. Yes. So, like, I'll be talking to myself, answering myself, and I'll come up with solutions by hearing myself say them to myself. So that's one of the reasons for the podcast. Another is just that um, I feel like fat black queer people are underrepresented. And also, churchy, add all that. Like, wh- are we here? We're I here mean, as well, I'm, actually. Yeah, yeah, we are. <laughs> just, you know, it, I would just love it for it to not be behind the scenes as we are typically portrayed. So, um, And also, I one thing I'm really... Um, passionate about is queer youth period because me thinking about myself as a younger kid and even kind of realizing how me being a fat black queer churchy kid um informed how i am as an adult um like even to the smallest things so so like anything from relationships to job security like like you wouldn't think that but like job security or like just my education choices mm. like things it deeply informed how i reacted or did things as an adult if i can talk and maybe i don't know if like young black queer kids would listen if they did or if someone who was connected to them would listen and then you know they would feel more empathy mm. i think if i could help one person it would be worth it so I feel like my reasons will evolve as the podcast goes on, but I think those are my main reasons at this point. That's so real. And mm-hmm. I feel like you just made me look like a selfish bitch. <laughs> I made myself look like that. Let me be very clear. Let me not project my bullshit onto you. Um, but yeah, thinking outside of like my own crisis, mm-hmm. which is like a huge thing that I'm learning how to do. Like, mm-hmm. how do I live outside of like my like daily emotional emotional crises mm-hmm. um my god but yes. but beyond that just because we will be talking about like sex mm-hmm. and uh dating and uh desirability mm-hmm. from the perspective of black queer fat churchy we are really gonna have hosts. to come up with like a uh acronym for that because i'm real, not real, real, real. saying <laughs> that all of that that's real that's real <laughs> um because we're talking about this mm-hmm. um I always see like the opportunity um, or the importance rather mm-hmm. of when folks who exist at many mar- margins yeah. um, talk about something that they are not supposed to be talking about, air quotes around that. Mm-hmm. Um, it's a great opportunity for like 
hordes of people to get free. Yes. So, like, the reason I talk about, like, I'll share an article about anal sex on my Facebook page is mm-hmm. because I know that Sh- Shamimi from <laughs> from my my uh, you know my home Baptist church. Mm-hmm. Um, still is a friend of mine on Facebook and is probably fucking mm-hmm. and like might be interested in learning about a new way to be fucking. Right. Um, and I know that, you know, and I also try to balance that with, you know, okay, you're helping, not helping, but you're modeling opportunities for other folks to get free. But are you also internalizing those opportunities? Mm-hmm. Which was another thing that I realized, mm-hmm. um, you know, a lot of the times in my last relationship, I would see something that was really cool, really like a really great resource or something. And I would instantly send it to, um, you know, my partner at that mm-hmm. time. And it was something that I should have actually been using or I could have mm. actually used. Right. But instead, I would just be like, here's this awesome thing. And All I would right. give it to multiple, like right. to good friends and things like this. But um, I not often was investing as much energy in like actually using that thing for myself. That is so real. Um, so that's, that's, that's another thing that I'm trying to, you know, hold at the same time is like folks need to see that there are opportunities to get free, even Mm -hmm. as a churchy person, even as a fat person, Mm -hmm. even as a black queer person, Mm -hmm. um, there are always opportunities to get free and there are always opportunities to like, um, experience your, your pleasure mm-hmm. in the way that by your own terms mm-hmm. um, and live your life by your own terms and yes. all these things. So yes. I think it's really important to, for us to like discuss the, 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 our navigating our agency in yeah. those um, more taboo yeah. um, areas yes. that, that we are told we're not allowed to talk about and things like yeah. that. Amen. Amen. Yes. Yes. Mm. Lord, I need a tambourine. God, I need a tambourine so bad. Look, 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 not my heart. Amen. 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 All right. <laughs> Basically, it's going to be a raw and honest yes. um, thing that we experienced this week that we learned something about ourselves through our reaction to them. Mm. Yeah. So um, I actually have a few, but I'm going yes! to because my name is option. Um, but I'm going to I'm just going to say one. So mm. there's this um, young man. Oh my God. There was this young man that I um, was dating, and um, you know, yes, I, young I, man. I, yes, young man. Mm-hmm. Which yes, young man. <laughs> um, oh god, nigga. Which I need to stop. Later, more later. Oh amen, no, amen, no. That, oh god. Look, okay. Amen. So we're gonna go down the road of peace. Yes. Um, so basically, there was this young man that that was dating, and first of all, the manner in which he approached me was really kind of weird because he was. He wasn't more. He wasn't necessarily approaching me in a way of "yo, I'm like I'm trying to marry you," but he. Yikes! That's right. already <laughs> that's scary. Like, nigga, we dating. Right, right. But it was more so in the thing of like, it was like because all right. So I'm gonna say that it was very intentional the way he was coming at me. Mm-hmm. So I was more so like, nigga, like we have known each other for like two weeks. Why are you being like? 
intentional about seeing me. Like these are these are simple th- things that should be simple, right? Yeah. Intentional about wanting to see me, wanting to go places. Intentional about like talking about something past today yeah. that may involve us. And um, so I was like, I was kind of weirded out because I'm not used to anyone being like that, let alone someone that's under 25 being that way. <clears throat> I mean, still in his 20s, but like early 20s, which I'm just kind of like, because like, you know, their their frontal lobe don't even like finish. I don't think they die. Developing. They not. Until. They still play Scientifically, they say 25, but you know, some niggas. Anyway, but yeah, so I was dating him and I think what I was doing was I was like kind of, I was kind of fa- not falling, but falling into or like being receptive of the things he was saying. So I was like, all right, cool. <clears throat> this might be something long term. I guess I can be more accepting of it. And then randomly, this nigga text, he just kind of was like weird. And then he was like avoiding me. And then I texted him like, yo, are you ghosting me? Because like, what what the, what the black fuck, right? <laughs> and he was like, hey, Andre, um, I'm sorry. It's, uh... <laughs> he was basically like, hey, Andre, um, I'm sorry. I've been busy or some shit. Um, I haven't been avoiding you intentionally. But he said, I've done <clears throat> a lot of thinking and I don't, I need to get myself together before I entertain or, you know, try to do a relationship yeah. with some, with somebody. And I was like, that's real. Yeah. Like, I understand that. But I think what was annoying to me was the manner in which he went about it. So avoid me. And, and I think what annoyed me the most, cause I was like, we didn't, we weren't really, we known each other for two weeks yeah. and we. At least on my part, I wasn't talking about explicitly relationship stuff. Yeah. And then he's bringing up, I'm not trying to get in a relationship. I was like, nigga, we, we, I wasn't. It's one is two weeks. That, one. One. Two. Nigga, ain't nobody dropped the no, R word. None. Like, none at all. I mean, you seemed like you were more intentional about trying to go that place. But I made it clear that, you know, like, I would like to be in a relationship with someone. But, like, I would like to get to know them right. or whatever first. So, and he was like, yeah. And I was like, bruh, like, I'm not. Upset. I'm more so like annoyed that you just kind of avoided me for two days, right. and that sprung that on me. I was like, "Yo, can you call me?" He was like, "Oh, I'm." A... First of all, I think this nigga's lying about everything, but that's just <laughs> what it is. Because niggas gonna be niggas. niggas. Li- Yo, these niggas I'm be afraid. lying. I'm afraid. It's such a anyway. Because he says, "Shit." I was like, "Can you call me?" He was like, "I can't. I'm in the ER with my mom and grandma." And I was like, "That could be that's real." A lot. That could be real, but I severely doubted that shit. I mean, let's be... I mean, shit happens, but I just... I don't know. Mother... Mother... Someone. The Holy Spirit. The the ghost. The Holy Ghost said, look. I don't... I don't know. I don't know about all that. But anyway. So, what I learned from... Basically, my... um, That whole time, right? Um... (laughs) <laughs> so this is you know the we're on honest segment and I'm kind of having trouble saying this because I'm just like my nigga but one thing uh, my reaction to that was that for two days my nigga and I only knew this nigga for two weeks um, I was like my anxiety was on a hundred hmm. because he wasn't answering me and I was like and then after that after he actually answered me and it was kind of like whatever I kind of, um, like, I settled down a little bit, but I was still annoyed at the way he said it. So, like, something I learned about my reactions is that I 
I need Lord have mercy. Glory. He's worthy. He's worthy. Is he not? Come on. Okay, so Okay, so I'm just I'm gonna I'm gonna read myself because I was no, just gonna I was I, okay so I was just going to do like a brief read of myself, amen. Do a full um, ass read, but I was get like, your, get balls uh, deep up in this damn read. I have an itemized list, and I'll just go ahead and <laughs> itemize it. So basically, one thing I learned about myself, which I kind of knew, but this like I think being aware of it at the time and like actually surveying myself at the time at the time it's happening. It was more solid proof of me being a control freak. Mm -hmm. But it's also um, another thing that it showed me was that I I give niggas too much space in my life when they haven't. I'm not trying to say you earn it, but they haven't proven themselves to be trustworthy. It has to develop. Yeah, there we go. It has yet to develop. And I give niggas too much space because I'm. I'm going to say this the right way. Basically, I mean, basically what I'm saying is I give niggas too much space to fuck up. But what I'm really trying to say is that I, you know, I knew this nigga for two weeks. And I'm giving him, like, so much opportunity and space in, you know, and energy from me mm-hmm. to explain himself. When I could have just been like, all right, well, uh, yeah. whatever. Yeah. I won't talk to him. I texted yeah. him. I did my piece. Of that. But, like, I was actually waiting on him mm-hmm. to answer me. And I was like, yo, I really be giving people more attention and energy than I give myself. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I'm like, bruh, like what? And another thing I learned was that, um, Lord, I learned that, um, I learned that I'm in the process of learning to love myself enough to do things that will hurt my ego, but elevate me spiritually mm-hmm. or like you know just as a person and one thing I learned is that I do not that I don't necessarily value I don't necessarily value not myself but like my peace enough mm-hmm. to not let niggas get that space That's from me and so I had to actually develop, or, you know, I've begun to develop um, the, like, the love and the patience, basically, with myself to value what's important to me as a person. Like, and my peace is definitely one. So I'm learning to value myself enough to not put up with certain things. Like, have back, there we go. Thank you. Thank you, Holy Ghost. Yes. Thank you, Holy Ghost. Them. Um, basically value myself enough to enforce my boundaries. Mm-hmm. Yep. Yeah. Because I, yeah, because the thing I learned about myself is I don't value myself enough to enforce boundaries. I let people walk with a lot. But yeah, so that's my raw and honest, um, I read myself and I need to do better thing this week. Amen. And I think, <sighs> I think in, just in, like, I hate to be cliche, but like, mm-hmm. just in saying it, you're like moving yeah. Through a very crucial piece of the, the healing through it and like navigating what it looks like to set those boundaries and Because and I think this you. is the first time I said it out loud. I was actually, I wrote it. Hmm. I, and this is the first time I'm saying it out loud. And like I said earlier, saying things out loud helps me a lot. And it's, it's already circulating in my head, kind of like, yeah. okay, so how are we going to fix this? Yeah. yeah. 
Hmm. That's so real. And I like also recently I was just thinking about, um, specifically black dykes. And if you have a problem (laughs) with that word, then like, I'm sorry. Um, Mm -hmm. but I think that that's a word. Well, I don't think that is a word that I have reclaimed for myself. And Mm -hmm. like, I feel very much so connected to like my black ancestor dykes who like were, uh, enslaved who were, you know, doing Montgomery bus boycotts who were mm-hmm. doing all these things while also eating pussy really well, <laughs> you know? And I feel deeply, <laughs> deeply connected, Glory. um, through use of that word. Yes. Um, I love that. but I, but I was, have been thinking about recently just like, what is at the heart of like how quickly we attach ourselves to each other? Um, as I like, again, specifically thinking about like black dykes, um, but black queer, black queer folks generally, because of course, like we have like the U-Haul lesbian thing, yeah. um, which is, I think that's something that I experience internally, mm-hmm. but I think because of my ego, I'm like, this is unrealistic. That's you it. need to chill. There's no reason that you should be feeling this deeply attached to someone after however many weeks. Um, yeah, and yeah, so, and I, I don't. Have I felt that? Probably. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah. So anyway, that that's a very interesting thing to me. And I, hmm, I wonder if that's like because of capitalism and like this feeling of scarcity mm-hmm. or like capitalism and like the quicker, not the quicker, but like here's someone who I, we have things in common. Let's attach ourselves. We can live cheaper together. Like, cause niggas will move in in a yes, heartbeat. Yes. In a heartbeat. Yes. Um, that's what. Young man was talking about with you becoming roommates. No, yes, I still see these red flags, but no, I went on because he was, I guess, yeah. So there's the oh lord, I Mm. that is one thing that I'm deeply thankful that like has not been a part of my experience of my queerness Mm -hmm. and like moving in with my partners. Um, and and that was because she's talking about me. me because I I know what I do know now um, on the other end of a few breakups Mm -hmm. is that (laughs) there would have been so much more bullshit in my relationships if I don't want to say if somebody was subjected to me (laughs) all day but like no for real like (laughs) that would have been a lot um and, and also I think like the me, combining of resources and things like yeah, that. Like, yeah, like I didn't even think about that. But okay. that, I'm sure that would also add another layer. But just like the magnification of like um, dealing with my issues. <laughs> no, oh. dealing with my issues <laughs> on a day to day. Like it's not a just dealing with this on the weekends. And like <laughs> it's like, no, bitch. <laughs> ain't, no, ain't no vacation, ho. Ain't none. Um, so yeah, I'm really thankful that that has not been part of my dating experience. Mm-hmm. Um, or maybe, you know, maybe that would have brought me to this realization that I'm having now mm-hmm. much sooner. Right. So, so, you know, I never know, but, um, uh, for right now, where I am right now, I'm very yeah. thankful that that has not been part of my dating experience. Uh, <laughs> I, look, I felt a little exposed because the I'm first sorry. relationship I've ever had, mm. I moved in with Buddy. Mm. Um, the same month we got together. Wow. Yes. That's some dikey shit, <laughs> y'all. That's some dikey ass shit. I love it. Yo, oh, black 
people love black queer people love so hard, yo. Yeah. Like to our detriment sometimes. Yes. Oftentimes. Yeah. 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 Um, which yes. is so important that Shit. we're talking about our healing because yeah. like whoo so much and and I think my next step in like not step, but like another layer that I'm going to be soon adding to my my process is like really delving into how codependency shows up yeah. in our relationship. And I'm not ready. I'm not At ready. all. Like, I'm what the? Because I know I'm going to be so exposed. I know. <laughs> I already know like, that. Like, because like, uh. I feel like when I'm doing like, when I'm doing excavation work mm. on myself, like, I do deep dives. Yeah. And like, like, bitch, I be coming out, coming out with fucking zero hairline. <laughs> zero hair. Whole body bald as fuck. <laughs> Fuck a hairline. I'm bald from head to toe. Oh, God. For the way, like, this shit be reading me. Anyway, so, before we get too far off track. So, um, my raw raw and honest. um, So, I have two. Well, I originally had one, but then you brought up speaking stuff out loud, right? Mm -hmm. So, um, last week was a really hard week for me. It was really emotional. um, And... At some point on Sunday, um, I realized, I didn't realize, maybe I realized before then, but anyway, I I verbalized, or or maybe I just wrote it down, Mm -hmm. that, um, you know, Monday would be 30 days until my 28th birthday. And and, um, that, for me, felt like an important, like a a time to harness some energy Mm -hmm. and, like, be intentional about some energy. and one piece of that was like I've been navigating what it means to be able to observe my feelings but not be completely fucking immersed in them um, because I would like to think that one of my uh, inheritances from my mother is like my hyper emotionality uh-huh. emotionalness i emote a lot i don't yes, know whatever. words whatever All i mean fuck yes, them yes. um i am a highly emotive person mm-hmm. um come on hands. And I, yeah. <laughs> yes hands yes. <laughs> <laughs> y'all can't see this i know but i'm doing a lot right a now lot. and in invoking invoking the spirit yes. of these hands <laughs> <laughs> um so I, I've just been like over like the last month and a half just mm-hmm. thinking about what does it, how do I navigate this space? Like I know at, at one point, I think it was like two years ago, mm-hmm. um, my friend, no, 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 it wasn't two years ago. Sorry. It was like a month ago. <laughs> <laughs> That's a big ass jump. Black, yeah. Time is not linear for black people. It's, <laughs> it's not, not linear. It really it's is. like a spiral for us. Anyway. <laughs> I went from two years ago to one month. <laughs> Whose life am I living? Everybody's. Um, so, last month, I was just like, yo, like, what do I do with these feelings? And I tweeted this because I I use Twitter sometimes as my, like, covert social media where, like, because I haven't been up for so long. Like, mm-hmm. I don't think anybody remembers who I am on Twitter. And, like, when I comment, some people will be like, oh, hey. <laughs> and that'll be it. Anyway, so I just put questions and thoughts out onto Twitter that right. I wouldn't actually put on Facebook. Right. Um, and I was just like, you know, what do I do with these feelings? And my friend Sarah, um, she responded with, you know, when I'm 
when I'm feeling things that I don't want to like completely immerse myself in, I will, you know, thank the, thank that feeling for showing up, mm -hmm. acknowledge that it is here and mm -hmm. say, no, thank you. I actually don't want you here. Um, and I was like, wow, that's like really powerful. Mm -hmm. Like that is amazing. Mm -hmm. And I tried it and it did not work. <laughs> and it did not work at all. It didn't work at all. <laughs> I was like, what is the fucking whiteness? Um, Cause I was like, this seems like such a great idea. Mm -hmm. Um, but on Sunday on the heels of another conversation that I'm going to tell after this one, mm -hmm. um, I was talking to my friend Sasha and we were again, rehashing this idea of, you know, observing your feelings and moving on. Mm -hmm. And for some reason, like the way that she articulated it was so incredibly helpful for me. And mm -hmm. I think it was because, um, my focus was on like ushering the feeling out mm -hmm. and I wasn't, I wasn't lending much energy or space to actually acknowledging the thing. Yeah. Um, to, 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 so, so what I've been Ooh. doing this week, yeah. um, what I've been doing this week is when I feel something, and it's only Tuesday, my nigga, so <laughs> like, check in with me next Tuesday to see if this shit actually held up or if I was just in a, in a weeping heat for the rest of the fucking, the week. Um, but when I felt something, you know, um, when I felt like emo a thought would come up mm -hmm. and I would be like, what is this? What is this thing that I'm feeling? Mm -hmm. What is what is this thought evoking for me? Invoking? Evoking? Who knows? Mm -hmm. um, and I would just verbalize it. I am feeling regretful. I am feeling uh, remorse. I am feeling uh, these different things. Mm -hmm. Um, and not rehashing what the, the thought or memory was that came up, but yeah. just saying, this Ooh. is what I'm feeling. Yeah. Um, and you know, at times, you know, I, I got a little teary eyed, a little misty mm -hmm. and shit. Yeah. yeah. Um, of course. but just being able to articulate with my mouth, mm -hmm. here is what I'm feeling. I think that gave me space to say, well, like the, like the, the, the covert conversation that was happening underneath or the, mm -hmm. or the embedded conversation that was happening that I wasn't articulating was, do I need to break down from this thing mm -hmm. or can I just like observe this thing mm -hmm. and say, yes, this is definitely a feeling that I'm feeling. It's valid. It's real. And I don't have to like completely die right now. I don't have to, <laughs> you know, dedicate yeah. like three hours to weeping yeah. right now. Yeah. Um, and that was so helpful so 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 helpful mm -hmm. so i think that piece of like just articulating it saying i am feeling mm -hmm. um again regret mm -hmm. and just realizing that that's real and like also realizing that hey like you don't have to self-flagellate right now because like you actually are doing work mm -hmm. to mm -hmm. um mitigate those issues yeah. that are causing you to to experience or have to observe that feeling now mm -hmm. you're mitigating those things mm -hmm. and you can't change anything that's making you feel regretful um about those things so that was so helpful so mm -hmm. i encourage anyone um to do that um and i was trying to explain it to my friend brie yesterday because she was like girl that's it <laughs> I felt like 
wrong when Sasha said it, but it works. It works so fucking good. Um, and maybe I didn't explain it as in 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 as much detail as I did right now, uh, but like it's still wild because even when Sasha was telling me, she yeah. was like, "Bitch, I know this sounds simple as fuck and like <laughs> just real basic, but yeah, it works." Yeah, <laughs> and yeah. I was like, "Sis, I'm like I'm at." I'm at Sasha Baptist right now, so right. I am I'm taking this ministry in, Amen. and it has been so so transformative. Because um, literally last weekend, last week was just a weeping fest. Yeah. Um. Over so many things that I could not control, could not mm-hmm. go back in time and change, could not do anything about. Mm-hmm. But I was dedicating so much time <laughs> and energy yeah. and tears to those things. Yeah. So that was really that was something that I realized that I don't, that there is a way, like I already had, I had already realized like, yes, there is a way that I can observe and move through my feelings, Mm -hmm. but like actually learning the practice of what that looks like for me was so helpful. Yeah. Um, so yeah, definitely that lesson of bitch, you, you can, you can feel whatever you want to feel. Um, but you don't have to like die in it. Yeah. That does not have to be a thing. And, um, also, so the other piece of that, sorry, the other piece no, of that neither. is um, just making sure that I'm mindful that I'm not um, suppressing emotions. Because sometimes you do need a big ass cry. Sometimes you yeah. do need to just fucking let yeah. go and let God. Yeah. Um, <laughs> but I, I think for me now and like building this practice of articulating what I'm feeling um, for myself, for mm-hmm. my own sake, I'm also just being very critical. Like, am I suppressing something mm-hmm. that I actually need to just sit in for a second? Yeah. But I'm finding that oftentimes it's really not. Mm-hmm. But also just being mindful of that. Yeah. Amen. Um. So the second thing, mm-hmm. uh, <laughs> and I'll start with the lesson with this one. Mm-hmm. Um, was just that. I'm sorry, this oil diffuser, I'm sorry, it's just blessing me. Blessing. I, I need it to be a bit closer. And Ooh, I can move. I can move it closer can you? to you, baby. Oh, yeah. Just kidding. There we go. There we go. Yeah, it's fine. It is reaching the highest mountain. <laughs> this bitch said, re- move Look, where? where? It's still where do you flowing think I'm going? to the lowest valley. Yeah. So, amen. Okay. Is it getting? Is it, it getting? Is. Okay. Look, that thing will bless you, yo. I So, I went to my friend, this is so much. I went to my friend Shade's house last weekend. And um, she was the second person in, like, a week that I had seen with an oil diffuser. And I was like, bitch, I need to level it the fuck up. So I went and got me an oil diffuser on Amazon. And um, I already had this oil um, that I got for, like, a Christmas gift or something. Mm -hmm. Um, And it's lavender, sandalwood, and peppermint oil. It's so good. It's so good. Oh, it's so blessed. And, like... I I have accepted recently that I'm a hotep, um, <laughs> but I'm like a hotep light. Yeah, so like amen. this allows me to to be in my hotep space, yes. but not smell like damn African musk or gotcha. so you um, are like or black. Okay, black. What is it called? It better that, be black soap. Not you... black. No, I'm not. Okay. I would never. I, no, I what is it called? Black. What's the new car smell or whatever? Black ice. Black ice. Yes. My God, no, yes. thank you. Or it allows you know, me to be a hotep and not that and new not. smell. Obama, because you know that's get the out, thing. get the fuck out of my. I home. really wish I could. <laughs> get I the really wish fuck I could. out. <laughs> I really wish I could describe the way it smells. We smell it like a whole American era. <laughs> my God, that is a lot of weight to carry. 
My God. Amen. Um, but yes. So, okay. I realized, sorry, where did I, where was I? You are talking I? about the, your second thing. Which My second thing. Conversation on Sunday. Conversation on Sunday. The lesson you learned. Oh, what I learned. Thank you. Amen. <laughs> what I learned was that healing cannot be a respectable thing. It cannot. Mm. You can't be worried about what it looks like. Mm -hmm. You can't be worried about, like, for me specifically, I cannot worry about the fact that I know what makes sense and I know what for someone will work if that those things are not going to work for me. Mm -hmm. um, so for me... Um, on Sunday, again, the day before the 30 days to my 28th birthday, mm -hmm. I realized, I, not realized, but I said, you know, I need to stop uh, digging up again and again these reminders of, like, my regret and my whatever my um, in, like, looking at my ex's Facebook posts, look, seeing her in my Twitter timeline, things like that. Um... Because that is just like, like there's nothing wrong with seeing those, but it was for me another chance that I was making for myself to be like, dang, I, I regret, dang, yeah. Yeah. I wish I had, you know, all these things. Yeah. Um. So. Uh, no, <laughs> yeah. Man, that is real. Yeah, 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 yeah. Like, I don't want to interrupt <laughs> no, you. No, no, no. Like, it's so real because, down. like, you know, sometimes people like to give you a you know, like, a rule book on how you're supposed to heal. Mm. And, you know, like, they say, oh, if you're healed, like, like for instance, like, I heard, oh, if you're fully healed, then you should be able to look yeah. at your exes. And yeah, sometimes yeah. The, the truth is that you can be healed, but, and I think maybe eventually you'll be able to do something, but for this period in your life, maybe that's not what right. you're able to do. right. You know, it doesn't mean that you're, like, broken yeah. completely. Right. It just means that you're not at that level. And, like, you know, when people... Like, it took me a whole year and, like, a few months to just be good. Yeah. You know what I mean? And, like, some people apparently can be good in, like, three months. You right. know what I mean? It, it, it depends on you. It's It's really? not cookie cutter. No. This shit, like you just said, respectable. It, like, it's not linear. Like, it's none There's of that. No There's no standard for there it. There is none. No. Yeah. Um, and... You know, so I, I was just very much so, I think, trying to uphold, you know, this, oh, we did this breakup very respectably. We we were very adult because we were like, we did this whole post about it that was very loving mm -hmm. and very much so honoring the, the love that we experienced. Mm -hmm. And we like stayed friends on Facebook. Um, yeah, no, nothing changed. Like yeah. there was no huge, ugly, disgusting you know, fallout right, or whatever. Right. So there was very much so on my part, this feeling or need to, um, to uphold that. Yeah. And, um, that's not what, what I realized was that's not what healing could look like for me. Um, so yeah. <laughs> I, um, anyway, I realized on Sunday, um, that, and um, <laughs> the the crazy thing about like healing is like it's there mm -hmm. and like it's just waiting for you. 
Like, <laughs> it's like, bitch, we, right. we chilling. Like, legs crossed. Come on. Checking, checking the nails. Like just like, under the ocean. hanging out. Do you remember that meme? Wait, what? The, the woman under the ocean, uh-uh. like, in her full scuba gear with her legs crossed. Like, just... Just perched. Nigga, just, that's I'm, how healing be. Just chilling, waiting it. for us. Like, but, bitch, but whenever you're ready. Like that meme, it be under the ocean. You, under, you, you gotta, gotta, get you gotta nearly you die. Submarine. You, got, you, you have to. Ain't no snorkel, right, bitch. Right. You gotta nearly die. You better die. swim. You gotta <laughs> nearly. Oh. Nearly lose your life. <laughs> nearly lose every hairline yeah. on your body. <laughs> every single one. Like, not, nothing, nothing. Like, anyway, bless. so um bless. So <laughs> the piece in that was like her posts were set to like only her friends could see them. So I was like, all right, this is like what I need to do. I need to like unfriend. Um uh, so like I don't have access to that reminder mm-hmm. of my regret or my mm-hmm. you know, all those things. Um and I actually didn't make the decision then mm-hmm. <laughs> because you know, you don't want to do the things that are painful. Yeah. You, you, you have an aversion to those things. Mm. Or I, let me speak for me. Mm. Um, but I went on Twitter and she had just tweeted. And of course, her tweet went to the top because mm-hmm. algorithms. Um, and it was just some shit that was like, whew. <laughs> Look, Verbalize what the two bugs, but bitch, you know my hands. Yeah, yeah, that's it. That's That's all you can do. So I was just like, "Look, yo, I, it's lit that niggas are living their lives. That niggas are doing the things that allow them to experience the most pleasure, the Mm -hmm. the most love. Um, But I need to do my healing in the way that is going to work for me." Yes. So, so I realized for me that that meant like unfriending her, so I wouldn't see, so I wouldn't have the opportunity to check posts yeah. or look at posts. Because I mean, whatever. Anyway, yeah. no, yeah. Um, and and I did that, and that has been really useful too. Mm-hmm. Um, because I, yeah. So that that was really useful. Just realizing, like, yeah, it's cool to you know have a breakup that's not all messy and mm-hmm. all over the place. Um, but what are you sacrificing to uphold this public image? Again, like going back to yes. why, <laughs> why have these, have these instances of emotional abuse like popped up mm-hmm. trying to protect some image that yeah. someone, that some, that is for someone else. Mm-hmm. Um, so that was, was really useful to, for me. Um, and just cutting those ties, yo, um, because niggas like, the interesting thing about breakups is that you both become new people. Like, be that because of the lessons that you learned, mm-hmm. be that because, you know, just doing a 180 from whatever the fuck you were doing in the relationship because mm-hmm. you need to do a new thing mm-hmm. that is not the old thing that wasn't working, yeah. whatever it may be, you're brand new people. So, mm-hmm. like, think thinking about that just allowed me to, you know let that go as well mm-hmm. um and my life has been blessed because of it <laughs> Look, because 
I was doing nothing but harming myself, you know? Mm-hmm. Yeah, and, that's what uh, <laughs> And uh, so one of my Facebook friends uh, had this, like, you know, you can put frames on your profile mm-hmm. picture. And she had one that was like, self-sabotage is my kink. And I was like, <laughs> bitch, I have never related to a fucking Facebook frame so deeply ever before in my lifetime. For real, though. And I, almost, real. I, I wanted to put it on my fucking profile picture. But again, like, uh, again, this like ego thing yes. of like, oh, I don't want people to see that I'm like in my feelings. Or not even in my feelings, because I'm very open about, like, my mm-hmm. feelings and, and things like that. But, like, a constant reminder, sis. Yeah. <laughs> my profile yeah. picture, sis. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> um, so, I, I think I also was, like, thinking about words and, like, how important they are. Of, like, mm-hmm. if I say this thing, it becomes truer than it actually, than, than it already is. So, like, um, yeah. I'm gonna, yeah. It's going to be a no for me. <laughs> um, but it was very much so a yes in my actual yes. life. Self-sabotage has again and again proven to be my kink. So those were two things that I learned this week of like articulating what you are feeling as a means of, of, of moving through and past them um, and not having to immerse yourself in them. And then two, um, realizing that, that your healing process uh, cannot be a respectable one. It cannot Mm -hmm. be one that um, is that other people can understand. It's not always going to be something that other people can understand and, yeah. and, and uh, justify. Cause like my, oh, sorry. So the last piece was my other feeling was like, dang, like what is my ex going to think, you know, when she sees that I've befriended her and whatever. And I was like, I actually can't worry about that. Mm-hmm. You know, that's difficult. That I is actually, very difficult, but that, yes. yeah, that actually can't be something that I take into this equation. If I am truly about the, the, the work of healing myself, yeah. you know, um, and, and I think that all ties into the fact that like, you know, we're both new people that being like, okay, I'm, I'm okay with letting this new person go on into their new life and me going, <laughs> bitch. And, and I'm saying this without crying now, right? Like, which, which is not me stifling crying. Cause I don't, I don't have crying in yeah. me right now. Yeah. Um, but bitch, if we, we had had this conversation on Sunday, oh. Sunday, Sunday. <laughs> y'all let me tell you oh my god i was a weeping mess that night oh. um and this is isn't this on the heel of like a new moon or something I don't um know. yes okay yeah the new moon was in whatever the fuck whatever it was, yeah it was like three or four days ago maybe yeah yeah and god Woo! bless it when a new moon comes my out. god <laughs> just shedding all the shit <laughs> my god so I'm, I'm really thankful for that mm-hmm. um so that was that um Church affirmations, nigga. <laughs> Church affirmations. Amen. I wish I could see this imaginary ass um, terrible Church. thing that she is. I don't. Okay, so I won't. I'm not going to. I'm just going to go into the word. Yeah? Yes, Lord. So uh, actually, just go into it. Okay, so basically, church affirmation is going to be a scripture reading. And we are going to give you the correct interpretation. Yes! Amen? Because, look, the scales have been on your eyes for too mm, long. Come on. And the fat, black, we- queer, um, churchy folks. Yes. We have come to peel it back. Ooh. Mm. Come on. Is All right. Let me, you know what? So. Nigga, you better get in your fucking preacher voice. On today, the scripture, if you if y'all have your Bible. Turn with me. Turn with me to Isaiah 55. Come on. 
8 through 9. And we will be reading out of the King James Version. Yes, because ain't no other version. Ain't, ain't no bitch. other. No. <laughs> so it goes on uh, <laughs> verse 8. Uh, for my thoughts are not your thoughts. Neither are your ways my ways, saith the Lord. And verse 9. For as the heavens are higher than the earth. Come on, so are my ways higher than your ways and my thoughts than your thoughts. So, if you um, just listen to the word itself, what is it telling you? First, I want to get your interpretation. No, I want to know what we will do because I have the correct interpretation. But what are your thoughts? What are your oh, thoughts? Oh, my goodness. I'm too much whining to be giving you my thoughts. Okay, okay so for this... You can make this a brief if you like. Okay, I, I will. Because like. uh, I'm, I'm only going to give you the correct interpretation Amen. of the first verse. Amen. Thank you for turning the damn light up, <laughs> yo. <laughs> Niggas love to conserve a damn energy. We got a whole ass charging cord sitting directly in front of us. This nigga has his screen on damn do not disturb. His screen is on do not disturb, y'all. <laughs> like, fuck with me if you want to, is what his screen is on. <sighs> okay, so for me, this is just like completely making a very clear delineation between, actually not clear delineation. This is saying, bitch, you could never, <laughs> and you will never be able to. Ever. Which is like, Speaking from someone who so many parts of myself were discredited mm -hmm. or devalued mm -hmm. in church, mm. it just, um, for me, is just like, well, why am I trying? <laughs> why, why even do I need to try if, like, the niggas who are straight and who are not who are like who have bodies that are pleasing of God and who are are doing um doing life right mm -hmm. um aren't even able to make it why am i trying if if they're not able to Look. to align with the thoughts of of this person that we are aspiring to to build this deep and meaningful relationship with why mm -hmm. am i trying but also like none of this was even part of my part of my relationship with god mm -hmm. mine is very much so like steeped in grace ooh mm -hmm. and i would love to talk oh. about grace being uh, we we have to talk about grace at some point, yeah. Um, because that was really important. I, I saw Grace Notes by Carrie Mae Weems mm -hmm. on Friday. Who and she was just talking about what is grace and, mm -hmm. and that being a thread throughout the show. Mm -hmm. Oh, that was so good. Okay, sorry. So what what deacon? No. <laughs> what evangelist? Evangelist, yes. yes is yes. is the correct interpretation? Um, I so my interpretation of these two scriptures. No, 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 nigga. You said the correct. I'm sorry. You said the correct. Yeah. Sometimes I get my and the correct way, you know, because you know they're mostly the same thing. Um, but anyway, Capricorn. And my not God. Joking, no, but no, kind of. But anyway, so I get a very simple interpretation from this, and it's straight from God, um, clearly. And basically, when he's saying this, you know, for my thoughts are not your thoughts, and then he goes down and says, and my thought, you know, uh, my ways are higher than your ways. It's basically 
this is not directed at the uh, the oppressed. Mm. It's more directed at the uh, the ones in power. Basically, it goes back to what you said, and, you know, God is basically telling the ones in power, bitch, you could never. My thoughts, that shit that y'all telling these oppressed people, they ain't got shit to do with me. Mm. So what are y'all talking about? Ooh, that is so much the more powerful thing, than what I was thinking of. The thing oh that y'all have thought about, and the the, 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 the standards that y'all have set... Mm. For society in general, what that got to do with me? Nothing. That ain't got Mother shit to do with me. Thing. Oh, wow, I love that, Andre. Get the fuck out. Come on. That was that was that That's was inspired. So that was inspired by the word of God. But basically, he's so saying real. like that ain't got shit to do with me. Y'all got to stop putting my name on this shit that I have never sanctioned. Never. Never. Hmm. I don't know. I don't know y'all. We don't hang out at the same brunch spots. We don't frequent the same malls. We don't. Hmm. None of that. We don't know each other. We don't. We don't go to the same Whole Foods. Bitch. We, we've never done. We've never done lunch. We've never had a dog play date together. None, never. No, nope. I've never. You I know, been know mowing. Her. I don't know her. I've never been mowing my lawn and said, mm. "I'll just go ahead and mow yours." Like it just hasn't happened. No, I've never. You've never come to my front porch asking for a little bit of sugar. You haven't. And you, you, you haven't. You haven't. You haven't. Wow. And I think. Oh, I love that. And mm. I think also that my. My interpretation is how a lot of very traditional folks put forth that word. Mm -hmm, my, mm -hmm. my interpretation is how, how folks utilize that scripture mm -hmm. to say, you need to get your shit right because you ain't a lot. You ain't even mm -hmm. like near where I am. Yeah. So you need to level yourself up to, to try to be. Yep. At the highest high, even though even when when you're there, you won't no. be on on my level or be aligned with my word yeah. or aligned with my intentions. Yeah. Um, for for the it's the shit. definitely been used as a way to stifle people's um, own sense of self. You know what I mean? Because you know your thoughts. You know, say you have your own original thoughts and you know your autonomy and the way you would like to navigate this world. And if it's not aligning with that, the word you've been given or the way that people have been telling mm -hmm. you that God's word, like what it means, mm -hmm. then those thoughts are evil. They are, um, they are to be thrown away. And it really, it really messes up your sense of self. It really does because it really gets to the point where you don't even trust yourself. Yeah. Like it has to be lining up with what you were taught. If not, the thoughts are not of you or, or they are of you because you know, Flesh is evil, mm -hmm. but you know we're getting too deep. But basically, come on, yeah, church. yeah, come on, come on, churchliness. <laughs> but yeah, See, so I yeah. love that. Oh my god, I love that so much. Mm -hmm. Oh, that's so good. Thank you so much for that uh, church well, affirmation. Glory. And actually, I'm silly because, like, bitch, the whole title of that was affirmation. So I'm like, <laughs> I'm reading this this morbid ass fucking <laughs> interpretation. <laughs> And you already said it's a fucking affirmation. Amen. <laughs> Amen. All right. Our next section is um, dating and sex. Yes, Lord. For the rest of... I don't know about for the rest of my days, but a good portion. Oh, God. A good portion. Um. So what are you... What is something that you are dealing with this week with sex and or dating? Um, so I'm not in a whole shit right now, but basically I'm dealing, cause you know, I've been dating or whatever. I've been, this ain't your business, but no, I'm just, 
You know, like I mean, you know, we made it there by making this fucking podcast. You're right, you're right. But I, I haven't necessarily been like you know engaging in sexual activity, but I've been yes. dating relations as the relations as the saints would call <laughs> it. Look, yeah. So I haven't been um, engaging in that, but I've been dating, and um, I've been dealing with you know, you know, being a churchy black fat queer man, dealing with. Um, you know, having sexual desire, but also kind of muting yes, lips. <laughs> you know what? Muting it just a bit, um, or being very cognizant of the way I engage people. Hmm. Not even in an explicitly explicitly sexual way, but even like in a covert way. Hmm. And I've been dealing with the fact that I'm not comfortable, my nigga. When it yeah. comes to like sex, sexuality, or Ooh, nigga couldn't even say it, guys. I got it. So hard. It is so hard. <laughs> but, but um, you know, or like even flirting, like things like that. I'm just kind of like, it takes me a minute to <laughs> to win it, nigga. I'm still <laughs> I'm in it, so I don't even like. I'm even know. Yeah. It takes me a minute. I'm, I don't even know if I ever get comfortable. But basically, like when it comes to sex and you know expressing sexual desire i'm not necessarily the best like i told somebody i was like <laughs> i was like i could be in a relationship with for you for four years and maybe i'll tell you on our fourth anniversary did you know i liked you or you know i love you you know what i mean just i don't know I, if you, I don't know if i ever took but i feel like <laughs> but in, which is so interesting yeah. when like juxtapose against like this immediate like inclination to like attach yourself uh, which is like gosh. That's just, I don't know, it's just in, an interesting thing. Sorry. <laughs> no, no, fuck. You're right. Like, it all ties in, and I think, for me, um, I'm trying to, like, I think when it comes to this, I'm trying to rank what's most important, and I think when it comes to sex and dating, my church life has definitely been um, one of the, I guess more overarching guiding factors in how I navigate dating and sex and anything like that because like it's because my belief when it comes to sex is that if you're not comfortable like it's not going to be enjoyable right. it just won't be yeah. like which is a fact yeah because yeah. like all your muscles are t like I, just physiologically physiologically like whether it be nigga look Okay, so let's just start saying hey. some things. Um, when you're t when you're tense during sex, mm -hmm. as far as a when your anus is real tight. Okay, so is that what you're saying? I'm, sis? I'm not because let me help that. you out with words. No, okay, okay, okay no, no, never no. mind, never mind. Just kidding. I mean, I'm assuming. You know what I mean? You know, I haven't. I don't know that. Okay, as right, of yet, right. you know, But basically, speaking from someone on a different spectrum. Mm -hmm. I don't know if I'm saying this right. Basically, when you're when you're tense, your stroke is trash. Okay. When you're tense, um you you come quick. Yes. Like you nigga. Two strokes and, and it's done. And we out. We are done. Um when you're tense, your heart beats up. Like your mm -hmm. heart is, you know, your heart beat speeds up, which um does not help. Great. Um there's just a lot of things like you said physiologically that when you're not comfortable, sex is just trash. Like, it just... Yeah. Even if the other person enjoyed it, which most of the times I, I doubt they would. Yeah. Um, you don't. And I think 
a lot of times when it comes to that, you kind of put yourself in a position where you're used to having sex a certain way and you're used to having sex nervous. So like you can't really imagine pleasure in another way. And with that being said, like wow, when you are something right, right when something comes to you that's pleasurable outside of being tense, you're not welcoming, and it feels mm. like no, like I can't do this. Yes. So yeah. Um, wow. This was. This oh my week, god! My I can't wait. Oh, this is gonna be <laughs> such a great podcast, Jill. Do you know that? Yeah. Like, oh my goodness! So for me. Dating, uh, girl, like, please. Um, like, I, at one point, um, I was like on all of the dating apps, and I was like swiping on every, yeah. not swiping on everybody. I was swiping on all the apps uh-huh. and like, you know, trying to get my numbers up. And I, I literally <laughs> felt like that. I literally felt like I was like collecting people. Yeah, and that was like a really Ooh, weird feeling. Yeah, I um, know what you mean. <laughs> that was a really weird feeling, like. I don't know, like, yeah. it was weird. Mm-hmm. And at some point, it was actually right after <laughs> I paid, like, to subscribe for, like, Tinder or some shit for, like, a... Because you have to subscribe in, like, six-month increments or yeah. something. And I, like, oh, so you paid, got the gold. You bitch. got the gold. She <laughs> meant this. Like, Look! She meant this. I was like, I am paying I'm going to date you. And you not serious? Please, like, I am paying. Okay. Y'all, so I bought that whole ass Tinder gold. <laughs> oh, you know what the impetus of this was? What? I bought oh, I bought gold and um <laughs> and I looked at the matches that I had and it was like 97% cis men. And I'm just like sis. This is trash. This is trash. How y'all find me? I'm pretty sure I had the straight blocker on. Like, I'm almost positive. Anyway, but I I mean, beyond that, I was just like, ugh, I hate this feeling of, like, collecting people. So I just, like, rid myself of it. And, like, because I've been doing a lot of traveling, I'll sometimes, you know, open the app again and, Mm -hmm. you know, just see who's around. Um, But I have not been deeply involved in that. So, which is just to say that my my comment this week will be about sex and, and things of that nature as well. Bless you. Yeah. Mm-hmm. So. I'll be back. <laughs> be back, sis. Um, so, for me, I... Take your time. Amen. I'm just going to wait until you come back. What do you need? I'm good. I just need a second. Okay. Do you have any water? Yeah. Um, in the sink. I I use I use sink water. I think I might have some water in my car, like bottled water. That works. Okay. But you can go ahead and I'll just. Okay. So um, I took this really amazing dance class. (laughs) Just wait. My God. I also. So I realized that um, this is going to be a super black ass podcast because um, not even because of our content, but because in the next fucking room, it's my like Verizon box with the low battery that beeps. And I feel like in in any given nigga household, 
there will be something that is beeping. Something. Something that is beeping because niggas refuse to change the goddamn... To take three minutes to change the goddamn battery. <laughs> and the niggas, like, we... Eventually, we stop hearing it. Yeah, no, so no, no. So somebody comes up, like, what's that beeping? You'd be like, what? Oh, bitch, what? <laughs> Beep what? What you talking? <laughs> Ain't no beeping? You hearing shit. <laughs> anyway, so um, about three weeks ago... I took this amazing dance class. Uh, it was a sensual dance class with this woman named Rashida Khan Bay. I encourage you all, all to look her up. She's amazing, amazing fat black femme who's doing work around realigning your pleasure with God um, and realigning um, and, and how important in that realignment um, of, of sex and pleasure with God that we are able like the the fundamental uh, thing that we need for that is like to be present in our body. Mm-hmm. Um, so I've been thinking a lot and, and doing a lot of reflective work around um, being present in my body, um, and that has like touched on a lot of different aspects of my life. Um, but also thinking about sex, um, you know, I think for a long time. So th- my past relationship was honestly my first relationship which is kind of trifling to say at 28 but um it was like my second second relationship well like queer relationship sorry um the first one was more of a situationship and sis you know about that anyway oh well you not that you know personally but you knew about that situation yes (laughs) yes Oh, y'all, Andre and I met on Twitter. Yes. Like, on some wild shit, I'm sure. Um, anyway, so... Oh, I remember. I... Sex is not a thing that I know, inherently. And, like, even adding on to, like, growing up in the church and that being absolutely not. Though we was doing all kinds of shit with come each on. other when we had... Anyway. In the church van? And, come okay. on. Oh, my God! Well, this is I mean, too much. Me too. I, I witnessed it. Okay. Well, yes. put me out there. Right. Anyway. <laughs> <laughs> so, just um, what you were saying about like w- getting into like this mechanical like here's what we do when we're doing sex. We did it. Okay, it's done. Mm-hmm. Um. And me not, I, I wasn't thinking about sex in that way, mm-hmm. but I was like very much so afraid of venturing out into the things that I wanted to explore in sex mm-hmm. um, because I was afraid that I would not be good at them because I had no basis for thinking that I would be good or be able to do them in a way that was pleasurable. Right. Um, so I have really been focusing on masturbating mm-hmm. and like figuring out like what are the things like just sort of being uninhibited in how I masturbate. Mm-hmm. Um, so before us today, we have <laughs> one yes. of my newest dildos. I wish you could see it. I wish you could see it. I wish you could. One of my newest dildos that I purchased. Um, and it's, it's a good one. I'll, I'll let <laughs> it's blessed. Um, and I don't just taking, opportunities to be completely uninhibited in how we masturbate is like really really important nigga i'm sorry you're doing the most i'm so sorry <laughs> i want to see the wiggle oh it wiggles I, I, yeah oh she wiggles my goodness come on now just what would you name her oh god what would you name her come on give me a name um 
Rose. Rose. Okay. Yeah, after the Golden Girls. Bye. After Get, one of the Golden Girls. You gotta leave. Because you know. You have to leave. Was it Rose? You gotta go. <laughs> oh, no. What? I don't even. I, okay. Anyway. It was, it was. So, just really important to, like, experiment with yourself. Um, and how important that has been for me. As someone who, like, needs to experience, like, needs to be able to conjure joy or pleasure at any given moment like as emotional as I've been and I work from home so I'm just like okay yes. here's here's a great time to masturbate like I <laughs> have hit a valley and I have also just like finished my work for the day let's go and masturbate for a little while um and having allowing yourself to like let go of the ego of like I know how to make myself nut let me just do it that way no, like, try some shit out. Um, yeah. I just bought... I'll talk more about that later. Anyway, I just... Taking the time to, like, see what I like um, has been really, really awesome and important for me. Um, and it's been lit, just experimenting. Right. Um, and not doing the same, same old, same old. And also, like, trying to figure out, like... So if I'm going to fuck some folks, what does that process look like? Because, like, also just, like, negotiate. Like, hey, you're cute. Let's fuck. Like, what does that look like? How do I do that? The church didn't teach me. No. Yeah. No. Ain't nobody teach me how to do that. Like, Mm -hmm. I want to fuck. Okay, how do I do it? Like, I know how to do it safely. I know I need to, you know, be testing, um, getting getting tested and things like that mm-hmm. and making sure that the niggas I'm fucking are testing, mm-hmm. are getting themselves tested. But, like, that's a whole last learning curve. Like, negotiating yeah. sex is a whole, yeah. whole learning curve, yeah. curve that I, like, started to learn. Um, <laughs> I on, the still on my yeah. last... Oh, let's talk about that. Well, not today, but... Actually, let's not. No, okay. Mm-hmm. Perfect. There you go. Agency. Amen. <laughs> <laughs> I mean... Well, it's, I mean, it's not that I don't, so here's the thing about, I think with gay men, I have no idea, but basically, you always get a crash course the moment you Mm -hmm. just decide that you do like men, Mm -hmm. um, or you, you know, like people of the same, whatever, Mm -hmm. um, yeah, so within gay, like different settings where gay men are, I think that's why a lot of us, um, a lot of our first experiences are, are with like older, mm-hmm. like a lot older men, um, because it's always like uh, just you don't have any basis at all. Like yeah. even <clears throat> like this, so, like even, frame of reference, none at for all. approaching that experience. Even yeah. if your church did talk about sex, they wasn't talking about homosexuals. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? Like nothing outside of heterosexual sex. What they talking about? So like you get this, you go into these environments and these older men are like intentionally praying. seeking you out yeah praying on you um you know and a lot of us get in these situations because it's kind of like where are we going to learn this from like we have no idea like we don't know where yo. to go to learn it from yo and so like we just go with people who we think have experience so yeah wow yeah that's so real yeah, yeah. so that has been that that also has been a really critical piece <laughs> for me of what does it how do i negotiate Mm -hmm. sex because Mm -hmm. like sex is an ongoing uh opportunity to to give consent Mm -hmm. um to tell people what is pleasurable to you to um make sure that you're 
in tune with what is pleasurable to them. And that's like an ongoing communicate com- communicative process that like, let alone churchy niggas are not talking about, but we're definitely at, at not broaching that topic to our uh, young trans and queer nope. churchy niggas. Hell definitely not. not, because we don't want them to be fucking raw, because what is their fucking doing? Not Not building the kingdom of God, but actually... We created that shit, so yeah. like, there's that. But anyway, so Hello. like, learning learning how to navigate those things. So like, I realized like a year ago that I was into like BDSM, mm-hmm. and that has been um, my first opportunity so far. Well, my opportunity that to this point of like, <laughs> what does it mean to say? Here is what I like. Here is what I want. Mm-hmm. Um, would you like to give that to me? If right. not, that's cool. We, you know, yeah. we don't need to, like, let's go to a movie or something. <laughs> um, or not, and this right. could be it, peace. Right. Um, but that that piece of, like, there we are. <laughs> <laughs> yes, there yes. we are. Um, of being clear about what you want. Mm. Um, because I think so many things, and this goes back to, like, a lot of stuff being very gendered mm. and not made for queer people, mm-hmm. is, like, this idea that, in a relationship, the masculine person is supposed to know what it is that needs to happen, yep. and they yep. direct whatever that thing is, and you get what you get from it, and mm. it you better enjoy it because that's what you're getting, and you don't have any say in that conversation. Yeah. Um, but actually, no. Nah. Yeah. Actually, for real, no. Nah. Yeah. Like, no. Yeah. Right. Yeah. Or so, even the fact that they're... Um, you know, there is a masculine-feminine binary. Like, just right. even that fact even that, that there has to be a masculine-feminine binary in a relationship, period. Right, right. So, like, yeah. That shit is wild. Like, even in the church, like, they'll say, <laughs> my, oh, Jesus Christ. My nigga, I was at, um, so I was at a church, and somebody was preaching, and... <laughs> what is the dom- denomination? <clears throat> um, it's, like, Seventh-day Pentecostal. Okay. So, he's preaching, um, on the Sabbath day, because, you know... The Sabbath, you know. Thirty. On six days shall thy labor hey. and do all thy work. But the seventh day is what? This nigga can preach. The Sabbath. Look, I just a damn scripture. My God. Like, like I really business. did say the whole thing. Wow. Okay. That so, is beautiful. Amen. Oh but nah. But anyway, so don't expect me to ever, <laughs> ever. I got like two verses up in here stuck, <laughs> stuck from from like Bible verse, uh, memory verse days. Amen. Only memory two. Verse two y'all. Days. Two of them. I, and one that? I only know because it was our church theme for a year, <laughs> nigga. It was day 354 of this fucking theme. And I'm still sweating <laughs> to figure out if I'm doing this shit. <laughs> but I got it now, nigga. I got it. I anyway. Ask, I would ask what the two. <laughs> nigga, no. um, we, we quoted it earlier. Did we? Yeah, we did. Go ahead. Go ahead. Talk okay. about your shit. All right. Anyway. I forgot. What was that? You, you was... were talking about. <laughs> what? I don't know. <laughs> All right. Okay, no, no. You were talking about being in church. That's this whole fucking podcast. Okay. So I was talking about being in church, right? Oh wait, yeah. So I was in church, and this person had. Like, oh, you were literally in church. That's right. Yeah. So this okay. guy was preaching, yeah. and he was preaching about. He was trying to legitimize, I guess, heterosexual relationships by demeaning, you know, queer relationships. Mm-hmm. But also, he has said one thing, which is that he was basically, you know, talking about the binary. He said, well, you know, one thing that uh, the gay community got right is that, you know, there's a there's a butch one. He said, butch one. <laughs> <laughs> he 
And he said, and there's a less butch one. Yes, less butch! Bitch ain't no fair! <laughs> butch that's light. What? Butch and butch light. Um, that's what happened. So, like, that's what he was saying. And he was basically like, yeah, that's one thing that the gay community got right. There's that and that. I, first of all, I was like, that's a lie. So shut up. We, we do it. But anyway, because he was trying to talk about how, because the, the sermon was, um... The, the hardness of a man and the softness of a woman. <laughs> and the softness of a woman. And he was talking about... Look, look <laughs> He was talking about... One thing that he said... Are you listening? <laughs> was the, um... The, the, the things that are hard that women desire from men. No! And the things that are soft no. that men desire from women. What's this nigga talking about? Ushy, gushy, gushy, ushy? He, and the, the hardy... And look... The hard things that the women want, listen, you know, and the soft you know things that the the men want. I'm not want mad is a, because niggas need to be talking about that in church. But, but, but <laughs> let's but, move a little further. My God, let's make sure everybody's ushy gushy is included in this conversation. There we go. There we go. So, uh, yeah. So like, <laughs> he was like, I think my point was that like he was like he was really doing that like. There's one masculine, there's mm. one femme person in a relationship. Yeah. And I'm just like, sis. Yo, that's... <sighs> because... Yeah, that that doesn't actually exist. It's also always so interesting to me in the ways that, like, black folks, specifically, like, socially conservative black folks, mm. let their transgressiveness slip. But it's... It's, it'd be like in weird misplaced ass places because like it's it's like hella transgressive mm -hmm. and transformative and radical for like this pastor in this church to be talking about like uh you know sex and yeah. hardness and softness and whatever yeah. but like sis you got the whole mm -hmm. yeah. the whole pathway fucked yeah. up because yeah. like you that's amazing that you're mm -hmm. talking about that but like this binary doesn't exist. This shit that you're saying about right. queer people and queer sex isn't actually factual or it's real, not. nor does it, like, do anything to help your case. It, none of that. So, like, it's also very weird, like, how, like, our transgressiveness is, like, pops up in ways that is not actually beneficial to that. Yeah. Yeah. So. <laughs> sex, yo. I, that's gonna be a real-ass segment. It, for real. <laughs> Like we gotta. That's know, too much. Okay. Like another two there, just to lighten it up. But yeah. Oh God. Okay. Um. <laughs> so the next piece. <laughs> anyway. Because you're saved by grace. Hey. Yo, whoa. She. Hey. Yeah. He need to be on. <laughs> Look. All right. Okay. You get me started. So personal healing practice that you have enacted this week, or that you are using this week. Um, so, as everyone knows, well, not everyone. I was about to say, nigga, who? But, you, know, <laughs> you, me, and this fucking oil diffuser. Right, right. As all three of us know. As you, me, and fucking Rose know. The goddamn eight-inch <laughs> dildo with the girth of three inches. As she knows. As she knows. Um, as this Nollywood film knows. Right, right. But basically... <laughs> Y'all, we have an altar. Uh, well, I have an altar of a dildo and a Nollywood film it's, and some uh, wine. It's just all sitting here before us as my old diffuser this goes is the ham. Queer as black as shit. It, it is. Was, Churchy as shit. But yeah. <laughs> but what no, if it was but, just um, pussy, just residual pussy juices on there? 
It look, it'll heal you. Uh, yes, yeah, I, I haven't used her yet. Okay, soon come. Soon, but... soon come. <laughs> Absolutely soon come. You better believe it, bitch. What, what was I talking about? You were talking uh, about your personal healing practice. Okay, so my personal healing, healing practice. I said as everyone else, but like people who, you know, like us who follow or who who have begun to follow, like you know, zodiac things, moon things, oh, yeah. cycles. Um, this week was the week of the new moon. And um, I don't know if any of you follow uh, Danielle Ioka on Twitter. Mm. Um, her handle is Mystic Lipstick. And basically she's a, uh, you know, like an astrologer and, you know, things like that. You know, she reads birth charts. She gives insights on, you know, zodiac signs and things like that. She's the one who introduced me to, like, the fact that there's a moon sign and a mm, rising, you know, rising sign. sign, all that stuff. Right. Black women, yo. Black families. Truly, the God gods. Bless, like, just... Blessing oh. us all the time. So yeah, she introduced me to moon rituals. So mm-hmm. one thing that I'm doing now is um, full moon rituals and new moon rituals. Full moons are um, times of release and like just like just if you're ready, you can release things. And new moons are like times for attracting things into your life. Hmm. So one thing that I did was um, uh, a uh, something she called you know she called a new moon journal and basically i bought a brand new unused journal mm-hmm. um i uh, i was in a quiet place you know did whatever i felt like doing you know burning some jasmine sage whatever and i pray she, that's unnecessary but she uh you know that's what i added because mm-hmm. you know me healing does not look uniform across there the we go and um you pray over the journal mm-hmm. that you know you dedicate it toward manifesting you know your new moon Ooh, intentions that is so good and during the new moon, you write down all the things that you, you know, you want attracted into your life and you use it in the affirmative. So, mm. and like it's already there. Bitch, why you ain't telling me this before that? So, oh. niggas is holding on to gems for the sake of a podcast. Nigga, we ain't talking every day, every uh. other day. You got my number. You ain't telling me about shit that Look, you're doing that could benefit my healing. You, have to say you a whole ass nigga. Look, it's coming up. It's coming up. <laughs> Get ready. It's coming. Get ready. Get ready. Your healing is coming All the way. Come on. I see the marquee now. It says get ready. Get ready. Hey. For your healing soon come. Wait, let me ask you a question. Have you seen that that video of that lady saying get ready, get ready? (laughs) Pull this shit up. Get ready. (laughs) Nigga, if get ready, get ready pulls us up. I'm I'm dead. Get ready, get ready. Get the fuck out. Um, I can't find it, but basically, oh my god, no, you have to find it. Now. <laughs> you have to fucking find Look, it. Get ready. Get. I'm sorry. I'm gonna do this. Ready, get ready. The Lord is coming soon. There we go. It it actually was there. So yeah, <laughs> shit. Watch it, damn it. You're gonna watch it. Look, you need to. We shall be changed in a moment and a twinkling of the eye. Get ready, get ready. The Lord is coming soon, and it'll be faster than this. I am. So y'all, you heard me now. Get ready! Get ready! Get ready! 
Oh, thank you, Lord. Mm. <laughs> that mother at the end always kills me. Oh, oh she felt that in her shot. Look. I'm sorry. Shut the fuck up. Y'all, it's this video of this this elder. Yes. This elder talking, ministering from her, uh, from her, what is that called? Like a Throne? high chair. A high chair. I don't know. In a high chair is what you put a baby in to feed them. Nasty ass baby food. <laughs> That's what it looked like. Anyway. It's, it's a clergy high chair. Yeah, there it is. She's sitting in this in high chair. In her royal purple. Trimmed now. Not the whole thing. Trimmed. Amen. And she's ministering. She's telling about, telling us about, you know, we need to get ready. Y'all heard it. And then at one point she says in the moment, does she say in the moment in a twinkling of an eye? And then this, cut to the next frame. No, here's what she says. She says, in a moment, but then she says, the Lord is coming soon. And it'll be faster than this. And as soon as she says this, she disappears from like the, the view. And then you wait because like for like two or three seconds, there's nothing. So you start, you know, you think there's something going, and then all of a sudden you hear her voice, get ready, from like far away, it sounds like this, get ready, get ready, get ready, ah, you heard me now, oh, thank you, Lord, mm-hmm. she like, she is praising God in her corner, while the camera is still in the other place, so that it can sound like she's far, like she been caught up, to meet him in the sky. She was caught up to meet him in the sky. You have to leave. Oh, my God. Oh, blessed Savior. Um, so yes. we, that spiraled all day. It did. We're talking about praying over a fucking notebook. Anyway, let me get back to it. So basically, do food journal. You say, it, you say it in the affirmative. You say it like it already is here. Like, I am, like... In control of whatever, or I am, or I am, you know, basically I am or I have, mm. like you, like you, basically, uh, what is the Bible verse? Claim by faith, it? by faith. Child luck. Anyway, but yeah, so basically, it's the Bible verse that says, you know. Anyway, but, but I'm but, saved light, y'all. I'm <laughs> this is so tra- I spent my whole childhood in the church, but we not like I never had to learn the Bible. Oh, I never. Maybe, yeah, they made I was there for the choir. Amen. Yeah, I get it. See, that's, that, that, that makes was sense. Me. Yeah, but basically, um, by faith, uh, you know, faith, whatever. Faith without works is dead. Is no, it has something to do with seeing. Those long. who see. Anyway, oh, basically, mm-hmm. you know, you have to speak it. Speak those things. That as are not as were. if they were. So, yes. So, okay, yes. so you basically write it in that same thing. Like, it's already in front of you. You already possess it. You already, um, like, it's already something that you are in possession of. That basically you have to see it before it actually comes to fruition. And so if you write it like it's, it's not something that you're wanting, but it's something that you have. And then at the end of it, you go ahead and you do this, uh, this like kind of like a seal, basically thanking the universe that it that it has manifested all of your intentions. Mm-hmm. Not that it will or it may. It has. It's already happened. You just have to. You got to walk in it. You got to. Yeah. And so the new moon journals have definitely been helping me. And honestly, I'm not even going to be like whatever about it. But basically, the the reason why I can now afford a car mm-hmm. um, that I. Um, 
you know, I can afford to support myself now mm-hmm. is because I actually started putting intention into it. My nigga, I went from working... I, I'm going to be very candid. I went yeah. from working at Amazon for like $12 an hour yes. to like working for the FDA making mm. almost double that. You know what I mean? Yeah. So like, and but it all happened right after I started being intentional about what I wanted. Mm. Like this is like a few months in the making, but I put it out way. It's funny because I put it out like months ago. Mm. I got my interview months ago. I didn't get my job until recently. Like, it Mm. took three months for that shit to come. But, basically, once I actually started putting intention into the things that I wanted and I wanted to develop and believing that... This sounds really hotep, but whatever. It's okay, yeah. But believing that it already has been done. Like, they they already... like You just have to concede to to the process to get there. Yeah. And that's basically something they teach you in church. You know what I mean? Right. Like, that's yeah. what I'm thinking. Like, like all of these beliefs, my, yeah, they they the overlap. <laughs> They're the same shit. You know what I mean? And different people. Exactly. Um, so I really think that uh, I credit actually being intentional about things. Once I started doing moon, new moon intentions, I actually just started being intentional in other things in my life because mm. I like I I said these are my intentions, and then I started to learn. I'm still learning, my nigga. But I started to learn to be intentional in huh. other things. Um, yeah. Wow. So that new moon shit, like, I will email you. I'll, I'll send you the, the, the Twitter no, thread. No, you won't, nigga. I, I'm just kidding. Just, Thank no, you so much. From, I love you. Remind me. You know, <laughs> but anyway, so, like, there's a Twitter thread that tells you how to do it. Um, each new moon phase has a different, is in a different sign. And it represents different values and, you know, things that, you know, probably be magnified at this time. Um, cause like there was a new moon in cancer, I think. Anyway, mm. well, but yeah, so yeah. Wow. That is yeah, so that new awesome. Yeah, shit, my nigga. Like it's, it's been <sighs> super duper helpful and like not mm. even just like manifesting these things, but also, um, just it's been helping like actual issues I have like anxiety, Yeah. like, it, you know, and it actually pushed me to different things like yoga yeah. You know what I mean? Like, it actually pushed me into the sphere of alternate, I guess, healing. Mm. Alternate ways of healing that aren't conventional. Yes. And, yeah, like, it really, it was a start of a lot of, yeah, self-discovery and shit like that. Yeah. Wow. Yeah. Y'all gotta do it. Do it, niggas. Amen. All right. That was a lot. That was sorry. good. But, yeah. That was so good. So you said full moon is for what and new moon Release is- and new moon is for attraction. Right. Okay. So the full moon is about to come up because the new moon just passed. Like it just, like it's, yeah. like girl said, yeah. let's make way. Yeah. You know? So, um, yeah. so the full, the first like moon anything that mm-hmm. I, <clears throat> I got involved with um, was on October 5th, it was for the full moon in... Neptune? I don't know. No, it's a, it's a zodiac sign that it was in. Oh. Yeah. <laughs> We're going to cut that out. That's fine. <laughs> no. um, I, I don't need to have my premature Hotep card snatched from me this soon. Ooh, so, look. anyway, the full moon that happened on October 5th, I was in New York at that time, mm-hmm. and I went to sort of an observance. It wasn't... I, I will call it a ritual for me, because mm-hmm. a ritual can be like whatever you put intention behind to evoke a thing. Um, But it was a storytelling event that was held by um, the Brooklyn Boyhood 
Brooklyn Boyhood, um, Collective Sex, and one other organization. Oh, the New Women's Center mm-hmm. in Brooklyn. And um, it was storytelling. It was just storytelling about love, like queer love. Okay. Um, mm. And it was so good. And it was so good. And that was, um, I think that was a, a day or two or, or, or maybe a few more days after I realized that, like, I wanted to use my Facebook page as more of a, like, opportunity for me to journal my thoughts because mm-hmm. it was a familiar platform and I was already using it. But I didn't like that I was using it to, like, just, like, <coughs> post that I was sad. Mm-hmm. Yeah, um, okay. <laughs> I did not, like, it just wasn't a good, it's not a good feeling to, like... Because I know when I go on Facebook, I don't be going on Facebook to see niggas being sad. Like, it, it inevitably will happen, uh-huh. but, like, I don't know. Maybe that's more about, like, ego around how you process your own shit. Yeah. Um, but I just didn't like the feeling of going on Facebook and being like, y'all, I'm really sad. Yeah. Um, so I decided that I was going to, for, I think for, like, two weeks, I posted only on my Facebook for me. So it I was, it was in the only me mode. Mm-hmm. Um, so oh, that nice. was, yeah. So, which was great because, again, it was this familiar platform that I'm used to going on and just sharing my thoughts and mm-hmm. whatever. So it was really, really good for me. And I still do it mm-hmm. um, in between, like, my public posts. <clears throat> um, but that was one of the first nights that I, like, really wrote this really thoughtful reflection just about um, how important it was to be at that. And one of the most important parts for me um, that was highlighted at the very beginning of the event was that the veil between the living and the dead is thinnest on full moons. Mm-hmm. Um, and and that was really important for me and, and how I thought about that night. Um, and I don't know why I brought this up, but yes, I, <laughs> I completely forgot. Anyway, so I'm going to make mine quick because mine is really not even all that deep. Um, so one practice, one personal healing practice for me that was really, really important this week, um, was returning to meal prepping. Mm. Um, Come on. when I was in, uh, so when I, I taught high school for four years, which you know, mm-hmm. but I taught high school for four years and like I meal prepped weekly pretty much um, because like when else am I going to make food? Like teaching high school is like a 12 hour a day job mm-hmm. that you get paid for like three hours of those days. Um, anyway, it's trash y'all. Um, pay teachers more. Amen. Pay, no, just pay them niggas because yeah. they, they ain't getting paid right now. Yeah. Um, what? They are, oh, but, but, like, but, yeah. but they're okay. not. Yeah, okay, right. sorry. Okay. <laughs> um, so, yeah, I used to meal prep all the time out of necessity. Mm-hmm. Um, and I felt great and, you know, mentally, physically, all those things. But, like, working now, making this transition to, like, working at home and doing so much traveling to the point where, like, sometimes I'm only at home for, like, three days at a time. Um, so when I come home, I just want to like lay in my bed and masturbate <laughs> and watch Nollywood films um, and ignore niggas calling me. <laughs> N- not not my niggas, to be clear, mm. but these new niggas. It's anyway, anyway um, but I, I posted maybe on, on Sunday. Yeah, it was on Sunday morning. Like, hey, y'all, like I would really love to return to meal prepping. Mm. Um, you know, I felt better then. I, 
you know, physically, spiritually, emotionally, and financially. I wasn't going out and just buying food recklessly, mm-hmm. you know? Um, so yeah, would anybody be interesting, interested in like doing like a digital meal prep where we are online together just talking or like you can come to my house, any of those things. Right. Um, so one of the people who commented uh, was my friend Erica, who's an amazing life coach and everything. Um, she hit me up and she was like, yeah, bitch, let's... She didn't say, yeah, bitch. <laughs> <laughs> she was like, yeah, let's do it today. And I'm like... Ooh, um... Uh, uh, <laughs> uh, well, uh, uh, like, and, and that's like, like the... <laughs> I don't know. I, I love my friends um, because they're very intentional. Mm-hmm. And like, because I, of course, was like, yeah, let's, I'm, I'm going to just let people sit on this. <laughs> uh-huh, I'm going to let them sit on this. And, and you know, we, we'll revisit. In reality, I wasn't going to revisit. Right, right. So like having Erica be like, no, let's, let's do this in six hours. <laughs> let's do it. Um, and we did. It, it was <laughs> some challenges connecting, you know, technology mm-hmm. be of the devil sometimes. Yes. yes. Be trying to block our liberation. <laughs> but we got, we made it happen. Um, and we all meal. It was it was only four of us, but we all meal prepped for the week. That's what they and say, you know, on the first day of Bible study. It's only back. four of us. Oh. <laughs> but you know, God's gonna bless. God is going to multiply. Multiple. Come on, that's it. Come on, Churchy. Inherently, God. come on. So yeah, we meal prepped, and I. It's just been great. Like, I, I will admit, like, I have not been out of my house since, <laughs> since Sunday. <laughs> but I have to go today because I need to go buy some things. Um, but like, so I was like, damn, now that I'm not going out to buy food to come back to my house with, what am I going to go out the house? But, like, that also avails and frees me up to, like, go outside for intentional reasons. <laughs> yeah. Um, that's, like the, that's real. Yeah. <laughs> anyway. No. Yeah. Um... But yeah, that was so awesome. I I just need spaghetti this week. Um, Just something simple because I'm going to be traveling tomorrow. Mm -hmm. So I was only really going to be home for three days. But I still, it was really important, specifically because I was only going to be here for three days, Mm -hmm. that I still meal prepped to like initiate that that commitment. Um, And next week I won't even be home, but I'm trying to think of like, what thing that can I be doing intentionally while ev- while everyone else is meal prepping? Um, that I can what what can I do on that call? That's also gotcha. an intentional something right. that will feed me. Um, so that yeah, meal prep, y'all. It saves you money. Yes. Um, meal prep with somebody else. Um, you don't have to physically be in the same space with them. You can do it digitally. You can pull up your phone and FaceTime them. Um, Y'all can sip on some wine and roll some good ones, Look, and and it'll be lit. Let me tell y'all. Way. What? The white way. Get out of get what, out. No, what are you saying? No, I have no idea. Okay, that's Continue. all right. You're blessed. <laughs> um, so that was so important. So do that meal prep. Just maybe you just start with like one time a week. I mean, mm-hmm. one time a month. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Like for a week. Yeah, 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 yeah. Like one week out of the month, you yeah, prep. Yeah. And then, like, as you see that it's it's possible, you do more. And helpful. Yeah. 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 So our next section is okay. This is this needs to be a rapid fire. I I thought that I 
I thought that our personal healing practice was going to be a really quick one. Yeah. But this for real needs to be really quick. <laughs> okay. Right. <laughs> right. So the next one is obligatory nonsense. Uh. Um, so today we are just going to run through red flags that are not really red flags, but are red flags when we're thinking about who we're who we're swiping right on uh-huh. and dating apps or and or like if we're talking to someone what's a red flag that's not like a red flag about like their personhood but mm-hmm. more about like the compatibility yeah um that's that like are very clear and present for you yeah so do you want to start or you, you start okay <laughs> all right <laughs> i have like three or four that i can list and then I'll hear yours, and I'm, I'm sure I have more to add. So, first, first, any of those, like, you know, in the book section, any of those, like, self-help books that, like, I've identified as, like, complete and utter bullshit, um, and like not, 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 like, self, what? Act like a woman, think like a man. Are, are niggas putting that? <laughs> or act like a man, think like a woman? Act like a nigga, Whatever. act like a right. nigga. Right. If the, I've never seen that, but goddamn, if I did, that would two, be an instant. There are two whole movies no. made from that book. I'm out. Act like a act no. Like I'm a actually gone. Like, you never. I'm no longer here right what? now. I'm. I have ascended to a new plane <laughs> of fucking existence. I'm you, done. You okay, so anyway, nothing? I'm not. I'm not entertaining what okay, you're saying okay. right now because it is not real. All right. Amen. Okay. Amen. Amen. My friend Chris posted, um, like, what did he say? He said like. If I if I'm talking to you and you tell me your favorite book or one of your favorite books is the Forty Eight Laws of Power, that for self care reasons means that I just can't save your number if you give it to me. <laughs> Amen. That's real. And there are so many to books me. that like I can't like think of off the top of my head right now. But mm-hmm. when I see them in a profile, I'm like, mm, all right, yeah, <laughs> I'm I'm good on this. So that um, if you have J Cole in your profile. <laughs> Wow. People who love J. Cole. Like, wow. okay, so I have no problem with listening to J. Cole. If it's, like, part of a playlist. Mm. If we're moving through it quickly. If it's an outro. Okay, so I, I have no problem with that. But, like, I have talked to two... Since I've, like, added apps and, like, deleted them. Uh-huh. Um, there have been two separate... Pe- to- two whole-ass separate African-American, <laughs> Nubian, Negroes who have mentioned... J. Cole, and my pussy just dries <laughs> right up. My nipples go into my chest. <laughs> All the blood that has flown to my extremities just gets sucked back into oblivion. When niggas mention J. Cole, I don't know what it is. I'm sorry. I have no clue. Um, but when niggas are like, because like one of the questions, because music is really important to me, mm-hmm. so like I'll ask, like, what are you listening to? Mm-hmm. Um, niggas that list J. Cole... I don't know. I don't know if I can trust y'all niggas. Like, I don't know. Okay, so J. Cole, this is kind of trifling, but when people have God-fearing on their on their fucking profile, I'd be like, mm, sis, it's a whole bunch of sex shit that you being God-fearing probably doesn't align with. But it might. But it might. And that's the thing about it. Like, I'm, I'm discrediting all these people off some little petty no, shit. Well, no, I don't think it's petty because it may... Look, when the saints sometimes get into a, a place where they can 
um, enact their repressed desires, mm. the sexual the sex would be yeah fine fire yeah. even. If you've ever tried to have sex with one of the saints, mm. you ain't just look. I don't. Am I saying this right? Child, yes. Um, if you ever tried to have just you know a quickie with one of the saints, uh, it's not happening for the most part. They won't ever want to just do a one and done. It, it'll it'll be. Got to develop that story arc. Yeah. No. Yeah. So you know that it, it probably wouldn't be. You know the sex would probably be lit, which you know. Okay. You know, but uh, anything else surrounding that. <laughs> Anything else? <laughs> like, I guess the best thing would be for you to put a paper bag on your head, Damn. and they never know what you look like because if they know what you look like, it's just gonna be a problem. Damn. Yeah. Okay. My God, on today. Look, even if it's not like a a, a long, it'll be it'll. It's not just one sentence. They don't know. That's wild. Yeah. Wild thoughts. Um. So God fearing. Um. Good vibes only, ass niggas. <laughs> yes. No. I can't. Like, no. nigga, you have to... There's a whole ass range of emotions that you have to experience throughout your life. Me too. Me too. There's a whole ass range of, like, conversations that niggas have to have over the period of a relationship, be that platonic or Bad romantic. Bad vibes do not exist. <laughs> I just see a nigga, like, doing the, doing the robot out, out of the way of my bad vibes. <laughs> Bad vibes do not exist. <laughs> vibes to you hoes. Like, what do y'all niggas do? How do y'all live a positive, good vibes only ass life? How do y'all niggas, y'all niggas ain't living? That's what the fuck is happening. Nope. I don't know. That's weird though, bro. Can't yeah. do that. And then, I'm trying, I'm kind of moving away from it more now. Mm-hmm. But light skinned folks. Um, and that's, listen. <laughs> That's just me knowing who I am as a light-skinned person in this world and knowing that I don't need two of that in my own personal life. And maybe I am just generalizing a whole swath of niggas. But but guess what? It's true as fuck. It took me a while to get to be the nigga who I am today with my emotions and I still ain't shit. So I know that if it's another nigga that I'm in a relationship with... Yes who grew up with the same privilege and they ain't doing their work that I just started yesterday. Right, right, right. Like, that's scary. I think it's really just like, I know who I am. I Uh know that I'm an emotional person. Right. And I think that's because I'm light-skinned. That's Which is the the greater narrative of, like, blackness. (laughs) Like, bitch, you light-skinned, you're emotional. So I don't know. Maybe that's really trifling. Feel free to check me, y'all, because, like, I don't know. But dark-skinned people generally are, like, Beautiful and amazing. All right. <laughs> what the fuck is on your mm-hmm. list, nigga? Um, I feel so bad for saying this. No, because I, no, I just, I just kind of offended really. a whole ass swath of black people. So, oh, okay. So yeah, that's different. <laughs> so if your profile um, features you being white, mm-hmm. that's a red flag. Say more about that. What do you mean, like? Oh, like you put forth the appearance that you're white. If you're or white if you or white, white passing. Oh, okay. If you're white. Okay. Yeah, if you're white. I thought like, you were saying for niggas. I thought oh, no, no, no. Like no, niggas no, were no. being white, which no. I'm like. If you are of European ancestry. No, girl. I'm somehow. sorry. That was just a. That's just something that I, I took for granted. Like, we're only talking about dating niggas. Because yeah. I, I got the black block on for. Oh, like, you know, I think it's Tinder. Is that Tinder? Or, or OKCupid, okay maybe. Okay, I was about to say. I think that. it's OKCupid. Okay, okay. <laughs> 
But you can like select the ethnicity of folks that you wow, want to be able to. But um yeah, so my number one I just and I'm not even this is probably Don't qualify, gonna, sis. This probably I mean, but I'm not try, I'm not trying to okay, so basically what I'm trying to say I have no idea what I'm trying to say. Say what you're saying, Deacon. <laughs> First of all, when it comes to black love, um, in general and how it's if it is in the media, a lot of the more publicized relationships would be between a black person and a non-black person. Mm, and, okay. the, you know what I mean? So, um, just black love, period. Period. But when you add in black queer folks, it's kind of like, I was looking like, my nigga, the only way I have um, a chance of love is if I marry a white man. It's just not going to mm. happen. Like all Why did these you people, feel that way? Because I, I, I because saw... Because of the images? Or? Yeah, the images I would see um, from black people or even black queer people mm-hmm. is that a lot of them either like white folks or mm-hmm. they kind of were dating black folks but nothing panned out. Then when they dated white folks, something magically happened. Or the images are like... That's so funny because anytime I see someone who has a white person in their profile, I'm just like, I'm just like, and I kind of feel bad about, right. I kind of feel bad because I'm just like, or like when I see um, a dating profile that says, um, I have no racial hangups. I'm just also like, okay, there we go. Oh my God. And also when I see like, depending on what else is on your profile, if I see the words social justice, or equality, I'm just like, since like, you could be digging a little bit, like you could at least say equity, uh, and that's like maybe that's me more policing. But I feel like if you are of the privilege to be able to like be talking about how important equality is your life, how, what? I don't. <laughs> how equality is? If you are of like the socioeconomic, because I feel like it is a tap, like you talking about equality and social justice on your like dating profile, yeah. like is part of an economic and educational privilege. Um, Anyway, Uh so that I feel like that. If you are of that privilege to be able to be using those on your profile, I feel like you also are of the same bracket to be digging a little bit deeper and thinking about like moving from talking about equality to maybe thinking about equity slash justice and using that language around it. and maybe that's me policing how niggas talk about what they believe in. But I just, I just find that niggas are, who are talking about equal, who are black and talking about equal uh-huh. rights, just aren't the type of niggas that I'm trying to, <laughs> trying to exchange time and space and energy with. Because um, they tend to be like some reverse racism ass niggas, oh, or bless. like, or like, black people need to stop. stop. You took the word right out of my mouth, nigga. Amen. <laughs> Uh, Sorry, so you were saying white people in their profile. Yeah. Um, or no, maybe I said that. Sorry. Wait, no. Wait, no. One of my, like, red flags. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Was okay. just a white person. I yeah. just don't. And I, I don't swipe right on white people. I just no, do not. No, I've it's never. Just, it's just not something. I'm um, lying. I did swipe right on one white person in LA. Okay. They were really cute. Amen. Um,. I just don't swipe right on white people. I just, I just can't do it. Like more, you don't have to apologize for that. Yeah, like it, that, I, I, I couldn't, cause like I couldn't develop 
something meaningful or long term simply because like I don't like I'm I guess I'm rebelling against that because like I was saying you know like which also kind of makes me kind of like nigga are you really trying to do this are you really trying to um like police what you may or may, like your your chance at being something long term with but someone see that's operating out of scarcity right like, there's not an exactly. abundance of and that's what it's been and- like feeding to me yeah. well specifically you know the images is that you know black folks will either constantly be with white folks or they'll mm. date black folks for a while and it just you know black people can't love each other right so they switch to white oh. and all of a sudden oh. you know that's not true oh right so not true and i've mm. been you know yeah uh, i, I hate it. those i hate the thoughts that yeah. it, it gives to you you know what i mean even if like you're you're you deeply believe that you know one day i can right. it, it puts it like maybe maybe right like maybe, like maybe i just need to be trying this out just trying out this white shit like like let it because it seems like when niggas switch to white everything's all right or yes apparently I, maybe i don't you know, know. I, mean, I just yeah. know that nigga is deeply ingrained as a part of my love language <sighs> yes like, if Jesus. i cannot like address you or we cannot have shared experiences around the world. I'm gonna just say, if you can't call me nigga, if you cannot be like nigga, right? Like if if you cannot come home from work and tell me nigga, and that be like, our whole conversation, <laughs> like that that, I don't just, see there being a sustainable love, no. like romantic love there, right? And and I hate like my like even platonic like friendship. It's hard. Like it's so hard, and I've been dealing with that so much lately because I'm just like. I, I would never call myself racist because you know nigga, it doesn't. I'm not, it doesn't. But I would. But like for <laughs> black people, just in case. Thank you. One white nigga listening Let's to this shit. Let's be clear. <laughs> Collateral. Anyway, but yeah. So, I, but I would definitely call myself. No, I wouldn't even definitely call myself prejudiced. I, I would just call myself someone who avoids whiteness. Who likes to curate a space of safety and yeah. and love and affirmation. You don't need to. That doesn't have to be in in response or in opposition to anything Mm -hmm. like and i I think that is really important uh for me of moving out of a space of being like my self-care or Mm -hmm. my uh healing in a white supremacist world Mm -hmm. not being in response or as an opposition to to Mm -hmm. that that thing Mm -hmm. but but actually just being an extension of a very of a generations long tradition mm-hmm. um, of of self healing, of self affirmation, of of doing important work because it is what is inherently part of who we are mm-hmm. and inherently part of what I need to not only survive but to thrive mm-hmm. um, in a place that is hell bent on killing me every day. Yeah, um, and that's hard because it it kind of. It kind of is a yes and thing because it, it is a very clear response and opposition and push back against white supremacy yeah. and, and whiteness and what have you. Mm-hmm. Um, but just making sure that the, the focus is not to prove white supremacy wrong or to, gotcha. to, to prove white supremacy right, that okay. it has a hold on you. Gotcha. For me, that's right, really important. Right. I definitely... Because like, I, like even naturally, I just... Mm-hmm. Want, you know what I mean? But like I think it's been... Because that's what we're Something, yeah. It's definitely been something that's been gnawing at me lately. Like, just in the corner, kind of like... Even if you wanted to. Because yeah. I don't naturally want to. Yeah. But even if you wanted to, it's kind of like... Yeah. What you gonna do? Like, yeah. look look, look what's out there. You know what yeah. I mean? So... But I, I, I know that there are... Like, 
you know, this new Oprah. I mean, there's not too many. Is, are there any queer couples on that new Oprah? I don't think. What what new Oprah? Um, Oprah has Y'all a show. Don't have on cable, own, so. Oh, Oprah has a show on own called Black Love. Oh, I saw an episode of that. Yeah. And y'all, I um. I like I was at a point in the show where I was just like, oh my god, all this is resonating with me. Oh my goodness! And I posted, I was like, Black Love, this show is so good. Oh my god! Oh my god. <laughs> and like one of my friends, I'm gonna call her out actually. Janicia was like, <laughs> she was like, really? Because she's a she's a <laughs> straight black woman. She's so beautiful, light skin, could yeah. never date her ass, <laughs> but she's straight anyway. Anyway, <laughs> um, brilliant, brilliant woman, and um. She was just like, really? Because I found it very heteropatriarchal and like very, and I'm like, bitch! <laughs> I was in a moment! I was in a fucking moment! I know that none of this shit was made for me. I know that no niggas intended for me to have love or happiness or joy. I know this shit is very heteronormative and blah, blah, blah. And fuck all that shit. But this moment right here resonated with me. Bitch, let me have it. And instead of doing all that, I just deleted the post. <laughs> I mean, especially because, you know, we're conditioned that, and I guess we kind of have to, black first, black first. Like, even though you have all these other intersecting identities, it's black first. That's so real. It's always, always pressing. Right. And it's like, we we put black first even to our own detriment. Like, even to our Or not even, not even that black first is Mm -hmm. the to our detriment, but that, I think because society perceives black first to mean black straight yeah. cis men first there we go we somehow internalize that and then and, and it ends up being like yeah your blackness black. isn't as important our blackness it's, is actually just attached to masculinity it's right. not attached to anything there that 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 actually works on our behalf right um and, and i think that's how we sort of process it or mm-hmm. at least how i process yeah. it sometimes mm-hmm. um and how i was when i you know made that status about like oh my yeah. gosh black love even though like like literally ten minutes earlier in the show, I was just like, "This is some bullshit." <laughs> I was just in a moment where like Black Love was working. They were giving like really good like strategies Auntie on Viola how it was worked, there, wasn't she? Huh? Was it Auntie Viola? In that uh, I don't know. Viola Davis. Uh, I don't. From how to get I don't think running? I saw her. Okay. Um, but I know she's on the her. series. Yeah, she's on yeah. the series, but I don't think she was in the episode that right. I was. And we love her. Watching. Right. So we want to support her. Like it was just a really good moment, and like I think that also speaks to how like desperate black folks are and. <sighs> Black black folk. I, I can't even say black queer folks because mm-hmm. I don't know that there, like you said, are, that there are any queer couples on Black Love. Mm-hmm. But how desperate we are to see Black Love in its complexity and in its fullness and in its wholeness. Mm-hmm. That I'm just like fuck the fact that this ain't for me. This is a, a beautiful moment that is like incredibly transformative, mm-hmm. and I want to celebrate it, yeah. even though I know it's not for me. It's not about affirming like any of my love. Sidelines, yeah. Right? Like it's, it, yeah. So anyway, okay. So quickly, what are the rest of your uh, your red flags that are red flags? Um, <laughs> we swallowed so far off. Ah, nigga, I'm sure. This is trifling in every way, y'all. My computer has stopped recording us like 13,000 times, but also like we're probably 7,000 yeah. hours into this podcast. The Holy Ghost just, you it's, know. It's been flowing. Oh, 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 it's... <laughs> it was going a different direction. Okay. The but sex even get on one... One accord. <laughs> okay, what are the other things? Amen. Um, okay, so I said the just being white. Um, <laughs> that was the first thing. Um, 
So specifically for me, um, when I see anything referencing masculinity, mm. just period, hmm. whether it be masculine looking for the same or please be mask or a chill mask dude, wow. um, I'm just like, nope, hmm. no, I'm, I am good. Yeah. Um, because there's a few issues with that. One, um, most of the people who have this idea of of masculinity aren't performing it the way that they think they are. Mm. I know that it's a performance mm. and that you're really trying to portray something to me that is not true. Right. That and you think I want to see. Again, going back did. to this thing. You want to see. So like, and I know that so much shit goes along with mm -hmm. that. Like so much mm -hmm. deeply ingrained shit that isn't necessarily even our fault. Yeah. And I don't, you know, I'm not trying to say that it is our fault, but it's just something I, I can't deal with because yeah. I'm trying to heal from it myself. Yeah. Like, I think I made a Facebook page, uh, post that said, um, you know, I haven't really cried in years, mm -hmm. but like I've been hurting. Yeah. But I cannot, like tears won't fall. And mm -hmm. I know it's because of the, the patriarchal like um, view I have on masculinity that's still there, yeah. even though I'm fighting it every day, but it's still there. Yeah. So whenever my breakthrough is where I can actually cry, my nigga, it'll be beautiful. Yeah. You know, but I'm working on it because wow. I know it needs to be worked on. Hmm. That's so good. Yeah. Um. Wow. I spiraled again. That's okay. Um. Yeah. So. Um, no mask. Which oh, only mask. <laughs> right. Which, no fast, no fems. Right. Uh, Shout out to Jamel. Look, um, because that's another one. I mean, I don't really, but no, I don't think that's, I think that all goes into the same kind of, mm -hmm. like, you know, whether it be mask for mask or even the masculine thing or even DL men, I can't, mm. I just, because some are That's one of my open. favorite types of porn. Yeah. Oh, shut up! <laughs> shut up! Yo! She hates That me. is so, okay, anyway, we'll talk more about that Yes. <laughs> but, oh, never. Uh, right. <laughs> um... So yeah, so like um, the DL. These are gems we're dropping, nigga. <laughs> yes, gems. I'm because, sorry. Like, the thing about it, like you know, I understand being, you know, what I mean, but mm. it's just once again because of the way patriarchy informs the way we act. There's a whole bunch of things, even if we're both like I'm agreeing to a DL relationship. Mm -hmm. There's still gonna be things that even if it's just you and I, like nobody there, it's gonna be an issue. Yeah. So all of that goes in. Um, I think I have one more red flag, which um, I think, oh God, this is kind of a local thing. Um, but if I see in your interests. What's local for you? Like in the DMV, okay. like, you yeah. know, yeah, DC, mm -hmm. Maryland, Virginia. If, <laughs> if your interests include anything Steve Harvey related, <laughs> And this is the last word like, it, it will, it just won't work, it just won't work. Look, I just, it will not work. So, anything. Like, that you like Steve Harvey shows. I'm not books. believing it. Look, especially because I exist. am. Y'all, this, this is I am, not real. I am somewhat <laughs> dating people over 30. The prom audience, and for nigga. some reason, you niggas love Steve Harvey so much. I'm just like, all right, well, bye. Because you niggas, quiet as it's kept, really love patriarchy and really love masculine standards. But anyway, and masculine, look, we won't, 
Anyway. My God, that is so, so funny. Those three. Wow. <laughs> nope. I shall not. Yo, let. <laughs> I have one more thing to add to mine. Please do. Because it's very much so in like this upholding of like uh, gender binaries mm-hmm. and like it's performance. Bullshit. Like, anyway. <laughs> but anytime somebody has. Like, I'm a queen, or I'm looking for my queen, I'm a lady, or I'm looking for the perfect lady. I'm just like, actually, (laughs) evacuate, nigga, immediately. So, (laughs) so just FYI there. All right. (laughs) So, lastly, we are going to have some closing remarks and uh, the benediction. (laughs) The benediction. Hey! <laughs> hey! Ha ha! Come on, Oh, all right. <laughs> Didn't he preach a word on today? Oh! Come on, a mighty word. Preach, Pastor. Oh, your basket's full. Come on. You got some nuggets in there. <laughs> so I'm a very visual person. And, like, for me, anytime someone says something, like, it's conjuring an image uh-huh. for me. And... I, my very long time pastor of my home church would always talk about nuggets in the basket, <laughs> like collecting your nuggets of wisdom. And I, like in the he, collection basket, like, I don't understand. He said, did you, did you bring your baskets? Oh, okay. Did you bring your baskets to collect these nuggets? <laughs> and I would just be like, like nuggets of what? Like, what are we getting How nuggets of? How long has this happened? That happened like, for like, for years, like. 15 maybe 20 years okay so this because that kind of like brings me like i don't want to interrupt you but basically like the black church informs so much shit yeah like your pastor been saying nuggets for 20 years and like this is this is a word now that you see amongst a lot of um inspirational circles oh that's true like oh yeah you got these nuggets you got your nuggets today i'm thinking about how like black culture spread yes and everybody uses it because the, the church, you know, with even with our issues with the church, is a like. It's a it's a, a hub a of hub. information, yeah. a hub of creation. Yep, and a it's lot an of incubator come, for right. culture. A lot yes. of us come from that. I'm really, it's okay. But yeah, a lot of us come from that environment, yeah. and it informs a lot of Black culture. God, like and the such a good, the bad, the like all of it. It's crazy. It's it's yeah. it's really it's amazing. Wow. Yeah. So, um, I'm so glad that we did this, yo. Yes. Like, I'm Dead so ass. happy. I'm... Like, this shit is like nine hours long. Yes. But it's so good. Yeah. Um, and I'm so thankful that you pushed through, like, you're like, I don't want to say ego, but like, your desire to no, like yeah. hold back, yeah, and and allowed yourself to articulate what it is you needed to say about mm-hmm. how you're navigating your experience. Um, I really appreciate. I, I really also appreciate your clarity in like talking about some of the things we've talked about today. Um, and sorry. So this is the closing remarks yes. and benediction piece. I think I already said that, but just to explain, we're gonna use this piece very much so um, in the way that we have seen in the black church of, you know, recognizing and and, uh, echoing 
the the high points of today um, and just using this as an opportunity to model how to affirm each other as black, fat, queer, churchy people um, who are learning our healing and, and figuring out what that means. <clears throat> and it will always also feature a gospel bounce song. Uh, right now we're listening to uh, the We Fall Down Bounce Mix. My God, so blessed and like, so blessed. Do we deserve? We we absolutely by, do by, deserve. You know, by uh, Deacon Donnie. Yes. I'm really trying to be respectful. It's okay. It's okay. I'm I'm gonna continue being respectful even though I, I have no reason because Donnie, you are. But anyway, oh, um, okay. So I just appreciate you Thank coming you. here and yeah. recording with me and. Taking time and space. I appreciate you. I am so always happy to hang around here. Like, I swear, it's always like something that I good can... vibes only. Is it always <laughs> if you good don't vibes? get the fuck, no. But no. it's always a good time. He's like, no matter. I think the cool thing about hanging out with you is like, no matter what we're doing, I learn something from mm, it. Like, even same. if we're in some like, if we're in some wild setting. Mm-hmm. You know, and we're doing some wild shit. You know what I mean? Even just trying to have fun, there's always something to be learned, and I really appreciate that. Today, I appreciate you really saying the thing about healing, not being respectable, because mm. my nigga, like we really, we really have like a cookie cutter ver- uh, view of what healing needs to look like for it to be valid, and. I really appreciate you saying that, you know, affirming that, that mm. it is never going to look one way. It's never going to look together. It's like, we can make it look that way on the outside, but it's not, like, it does that's not how it actually looks. And we can't expect that. Like, I appreciate that so much, because that, first of all, that freed a few folks. <laughs> freed me. Oh, By come hearing on. it again. Look, come on. every day. Look, I'm so grateful. Oh. Um, yeah. Just, yes. the learning never stops. Truly. And um, at the end of our closing remarks and benediction, we're going to share some quote or some important piece from a black queer author, writer, artist, what have you. And um, actually, this is not a black queer. <laughs> I'm sorry, I'm modeling this wrong. Well, I don't know. Maybe she might have been. Look. Oh. Look. Tony K. Bambara. Oh. Okay. So, really simple one that um, I'm sure a lot of us already know. Um, Are you sure, sweetheart, that you want to be well? Thank you so much for listening to our podcast. Oh my god. It's been real as fuck, my niggas! Yes, and um, one thing that we said we were going to do is um, close out with a prayer because as oh, much that's right. as we're out here <laughs> I forgot my own fucking format <laughs> it's cool one thing that we realize is that as much as we joke around and play around which I might even play in this prayer yes but we believe <laughs> we are really out here trying to heal mm. like that's ultimately the goal yes having fun along the way is a privilege and we we enjoy it and we love it and we know one thing at least, and healing can be fun. Yes, healing can be at fun. Some yeah, at some points. Yeah, there we go. <laughs> Look, there we go. Cause that should be a drag, just yes. drag roller coaster, bitch. roller coaster. <laughs> but yeah, so we will close out with a prayer. It might be brief. It might be long. It, I, I, I'm just gonna. At I'm just going to go. Yes. 
Yes, I'm going to go as the spirit. Come on. As the spirit of God mm. leads me. So what we will be playing <laughs> is another bounce version yes. of a Donnie McClurkin classic. Yes. Oh yes, God. <laughs> we come into your presence, God. Prostrate before your throne. Yes. Acknowledging that all knowledge cometh from Thee. Mm. Come on, and you give it freely. So we're grateful. We're grateful that we got this moment to to learn and to grow and mm. to fuck around a bit. Fuck uh, around. Excuse me. Uh, you know my heart. He's not through with me. Um, but yes, we got a chance to do all of that. Getting free. Healing. All while keeping a smile on our face that may mm. turn to tears later as we review. But we're grateful for the wide range of human emotions Come that you've on. given us, that God. That make me whole. That make... <laughs> I think that was just... I, that was the end. She really wow. topped it off. Because that's I what... I it off, y'all. Because, nigga, that's what this healing is for. Wholeness. Mm. Amen? That's what we're here for. Amen. As whole as we can get. Ashe. Come on. And, uh... So, yes. Amen. Amen. And, uh... <clears throat> amen. So... Um, yes. Hey! <laughs> I'm sorry. Janae and this damn invisible tambourine keeps killing me, and I just... Nigga, you gotta get a church shop sometime. I need... Amen. Bye! <laughs>